0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 497th episode of the Pokemon podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ.
1: With me is Will. I'm I'm, I'm here because Greg's in Hawaii this week.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> that's the right thing. Are we recording in the right format, Will?
1: We are recording in the correct format. The, yes, the
0: three F. All right. Yes. Well, because Greg is in Hawaii this week, we brought uh, Al in from uh, Europe.
2: Some part. With, with all that Europe news, <laughs> some part, like you the easiest part to remember is the fact that I'm from Scotland, Steve. I don't think that's the hard bit.
0: Oh yeah, well, you know, <laughs> somewhere tucked away over there, <laughs> somewhere on the map. uh, so hey, here's the thing. uh, we have not done an episode like this since probably black and white, I think is mm. when we well, and that was kind of unfair because black and white came out in Japan uh like a year (laughs) before it came out to everyone else that wasn't a year it was like six months seven months i don't
1: know i'm thinking more like x and y or omega ruby alpha sapphire was the last time we did something like this
0: i think al and i did do some sun and moon spoilers at the end of an episode after credits
2: oh yeah yeah
0: i think we did that before uh, well, if you're listening, hello. Uh, we're a Pokemon podcast. That's pretty obvious, probably because you clicked on it in some sort of podcast app. We are going to be talking about the leaks for Pokemon Legends. We're recording this on January 23rd. The game leaked pff, five days ago, pretty, pretty fully. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game comes out on January 28th. We will be talking about the Pokedex, the Pokedex, the new Pokemon, and then a couple mechanical changes. Um, so if you don't want spoilers, probably wait to listen to this episode after you play the game on Friday. Uh, we will not be talking any story spoilers. I'm going to s- assume that you're going to catch Arceus probably at some point in the game because he's the game is called Legends Arceus. Uh, uh, I mean, Arceus is a mythical. You don't normally <laughs> catch those. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's pretty much going to be the episode. There's going to be no question of the week. Sorry to YouTube and anyone who wrote in. Uh Will has a very special Pokemon of the week. But...
1: <laughs> very special. Uh-huh.
0: Very special. <laughs> if you make it too. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking about the, the Pokemon shown, the new ones. Uh The Pokedex size specifically is going to be the topic. And then some of the things that would make this game different. And that's pretty much going to be today's episode. And then... I, I still don't know what we're going to do for the miniseries. I'm thinking for Greg and I, uh, we're going to do like a, uh, first impressions, a middle impressions, and then like a final impressions. Maybe just like a three episode part. Because I, again, I have no clue how this game is structured or I, I don't. Even after looking at the leaks, I'm like, it's a definitely a video game. I don't know how they break it up into parts. Also, there's a lot of stuff I haven't looked at and I, 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 I'm, I might be speculating. I'm sure there's stuff that I've seen that Al hasn't seen. I'm sure there's stuff Al has seen that Will hasn't seen. So we're just
1: kind of. No, oh, I ain't seen nothing. Not, not except so for what you guys put in front of my face. I have
0: seen so much. I I watched two Twitch streamers play for like 15 minutes each, and that was actually really
1: interesting. Mm. And in watching those streamers, you felt like you still want to play this game.
0: Oh, it made me want to play the game more. Nice. Here, this is what I want to start off with. The, the, I, I think that. They did probably the worst job in the world marketing this video game. I, I think the marketing behind this yeah. game was so bad. And I would say the first trailer was good. The second trailer was good. I spent an entire Twitch stream watching every single trailer. And when you watch them all back to back, you realize that there's no new footage. It is, it is all recycled and cut in a way. Mm-hmm. Where it's like they're showing the same things over and over. The one thing they didn't show, which is something I saw through just like maybe like three minutes watching somebody's like just clicking on a Twitch stream and watching somebody was going into a Pokemon battle, doing the battle and exiting the battle. That thing alone sold me on the entire game.
2: There's very little gameplay at all in the trailers. Like True. when you actually watch some gameplay, you realise how little of the trailers were gameplay. Yeah, okay, sure, you're walking around on Weirdear, you're going on Basque Legion, but they they don't, as you say, they don't show any battles. They don't show really. There's like a little bit of catching, but very little of it, and there's some of sneaking. That's it. There's there's nothing else shown.
0: Yeah, it's it's. It, also, if you've only looked at the trailers, you're like, wow, this game is just sh- Shinx and Starlight, nothing else.
1: <laughs> so, and Badoof. there is a possibility that rather than going for day one sales and trying to like ramp up that everybody get it right away, they're actually hoping more that like early adopters get it first, and then everybody's talking about how great it is, and that leads to greater downstream sales post day one. I mean, these aren't books, right? They don't need to get on the New York Times bestseller list. So
2: yeah,
0: it's if you if you go back and listen to these podcast episodes, I was so hesitant to be excited of this game because they showed so little. And and obviously, I want every Pokemon game to be good. And I've liked probably 95% of Pokemon games that have come out. And I would say like the two since doing the podcast, I've liked pretty much every single main series game. But didn't really love auras didn't really i definitely don't love shining brilliant diamond shining pearl (laughs) even though i'm still trying to play it and i was i was worried about liking legends just based off what they shown now that i've actually seen like like i said maybe 10 minutes of actual gameplay actual gameplay the game looks incredible and that's what the yeah. trailers didn't actually show. They didn't show any yeah. gameplay. And mm-hmm. and even before I saw the gameplay, and I want to start off talking about this. Weird Deer, Basca Legion, Canadian Bravery, they're all great. But some of the other Pokemon that they're hiding, absolutely incredible.
1: <laughs> yeah, but some of them are weird in a not fun way.
2: <laughs> so... I, I wonder, and and this is obviously complete speculation and could be utter nonsense, and I'm sure that I'll sound like an idiot in a year's time, but it almost feels like this, the with the marketing and the PR that's happened on this game, it almost feels like they don't really care about it. And it was almost created as yes. a, like a de- almost a demo for the next game. Not in so much as like the next game will be a bigger version of that, but more... It's a lot, as part of a new generation of Pokemon games, you have to build a completely new world. You have to build, you know, what, roughly 100 new Pokemon. Whereas if they were managing to do it in an existing region with almost all the same Pokemon, you say we're talking about numbers, it's like, what, 10 new Pokemon and 10 new forms, right? Mm-hmm. Really almost nothing in compared to a new game. Mm-hmm. There would be a lot less work there. And it's almost like this is kind of a, a test, like see whether people like this sort of game to is that how we're going to move on and that would make sense in terms of they're they're not spending loads of money on marketing and PR cuz they actually want to see how people like it once it actually comes out kind of like what Will was talking about
1: yeah i could see that i'm just just th- thinking like reduce the amount of complexity to see if this new format is something that people will enjoy and then yeah. worry about expanding complexity after it's been adopted
0: you hit the nail on the head right there al of even though this game looks to be somewhat of a departure and have a lot of new things happening in it, it just didn't seem like they cared about it.
2: <laughs> well, it feels like the developers cared about it. Right. Mm-hmm. But like marketing-wise. The marketing and PR. Yeah.
0: It's like, Agreed. like they're just sh- there was that, what, 13-minute gameplay video. And I reacted to it on YouTube. It's 13 minutes long. Reacted to it. Yeah nothing in that 13 minutes made me excited about
2: including the narrator's voice
0: <laughs> about playing this game. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It's just like nothing in there was like, Oh, that seems new. That seems cool. And like I said, when I watched some dude on Twitch and all he was doing was exploring whatever zone he was in, I don't want to, I almost want to say wild area. I don't know what it, what it's called, but like the zone he was in, like I watched him throw a pokeball at the rock formation thingy and a Scyther popped out and started mining it, but he threw the Pokeball, Scyther popped out he kept running, and Scyther was still mining, and then while Scyther was mining, he threw a Pokeball at a Parasect the battle thing set up, he did like flame wheel against the Parasect, it one shot it, and then before it like fainted, and the experience popped up, he was walking to another Parasect to do the same thing yeah. And it was so mm. seamless and so cool and so fast and fluid and like they could have just showed that. That was like <laughs> that was like forty-five seconds yeah. of gameplay. And he, all he did was mine and kill two parasects and it looked incredible. It looked so great.
1: Yeah. I will say, even compared to the lead up to Sword and Shield, that they they did very little, right? There was no like twenty-four hour stream of glimwood tangle to introduce any of the new pokemon there was <laughs> no weird adaptations to their website you know it was, it's just very small scale definitely i agree on that
0: yeah like like it just it it, it does seem like in retrospect they 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 had like a small marketing budget or they just didn't care or they didn't know how to advertise it or they were scared to
1: show certain things
2: i mean or it, it could it, just it, be
1: that they didn't have people available Right? It's just like, it's the wrong year. So,
2: so it, does make, it does make perfect sense if the, new, the next game is coming out this year. And if that's being announced on Pokemon Day, they, they would the have to do a lot of work. Exactly. You know, and also the fact that they've just had Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. The, the two games basically overlapped in their release and from announcement to release, right? We've had two months between the two games But, what, eight months between the announcement of the two games and the first one coming out? So the vast majority of the time, both games were coming out at the same time, basically.
0: Which, again, has always been weird that they're so close together. Mm -hmm. Because if if, if they didn't have something else coming out this year, why did they need this game to come out so quickly? Even if you were like, well, end of quarter, which is, I think, March. Okay, why does it need to come out so close to Diamond and Pearl? But that's like marketing, and that's whatever. We'll ne- we'll never know the answer to that unless there's some big secret in this game of these two games like connecting in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: It'd be extra weird.
0: Let's talk about the Pokemon. I don't care about any of these new Pokemon except Ursa Luna. We're gonna start with Ursaluna. Oh. Luna.
1: What? <laughs>
2: Ursalina. We're gonna have to have some discussions here, I think. Is, okay, that's
1: that's <laughs> the wrong one to care about. Ursa,
2: okay, there's actually one true Pokemon
0: to care about, and it's a white striped bascal, and that's that's <laughs> <laughs> no. okay. Let's 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 just go through the Pokemon here. We have let's go through the forms. This is a bold choice they did this, but we have a, a, a Hisuian decidui, which is gonna be yes. grass fighting. We have a Hisuian Typhlosion, which is Fire Ghost. And then we have a Hisuian Samurott, Water Dark. I want to say this is really bold because in the sense, you know, all three Kanto Pokemon got Gigantamax. All three Galar Pokemon got Gigantamax. All three Hoenn Pokemon got Megas. All three Kanto Pokemon got Megas. So it is a little weird that... One Gen 5 Pokemon got a form. One Gen 2 Pokemon got a form. One Gen 7 Pokemon got a form. But also, I, I don't know, Meowth has like 17 forms. But, that the, I mean, these are your starters. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think it's always been weird that they're pulling three starters from three de- generations. These are
1: the, the three most popular starters of all time.
0: I You know... I'm not, hmm, there's, I don't think anyone, like. These <laughs> are
1: the three most popular starters of all time. <laughs> yes.
0: Samurai has house. always <laughs> been more popular than Charizard. <laughs> to be fair, Charizard got two Megas. You know, Blastoise Venusaur mm-hmm. didn't, so it's not like there's exceptions here. Uh, we also have a Hisuian Arcanine, which is Fire Rock. Hisuian Electrode, which is Electric Grass. There is a Hisuian Quillfish, you know, it's very obvious, if if you haven't figured it out, that the Pokemon company loves our show. We're the ones that made Quillfish popular. We made Basculin popular. <laughs> we're ma- we made Marac- Maractus and... So- None of this is true. Uh, Hisuian Quillfish is dark poison. There's a Hisuian Sneasel poison fighting. Hisuian Lilligant, which is grass fighting. I should clarify that when we're reading these rumors, they could be wrong.
1: C- true. Correct
0: in the way where like what i'm reading is misreported maybe like they for some reason they thought it's fighting and liliganth is actually grass flying i don't think that's the case but technically i haven't played i think it game. would have
2: uh, yeah i think the part of the thing is the, the the rom has leaked so there are literally hundreds of people doing it i think these would be corrected if they were wrong by now
0: yeah um, i think so too liliganth is grass fighting uh which Bre- i think that's breloom already has that also his student is ui uh, Hig- uh, there's a Hisuian Slaguh, which is Dragon Steel, and a Hisuian Gudra, which is Ultra Dragon Steel, and then there's a Hisuian Avalug, which is Ice Rock. So those are all your forms, or your Hisuian forms, sorry. And then we have some new Pokemon, which is um, Weirdeer, Normal mm-hmm. Psychic, Basculegion, Water Ghost, Cleaver Bug Rock, Ursaluna, Normal Ground, Sneasler, Poison Fighting, and Overquill dark poison and then finally it looks to there to be a new legend i'm gonna go out on a limb and say this pokemon is legendary uh which is enamorous which is fairy flying
1: that's a Kami, right can we all agree that that's a Kami? not enamorous <laughs> so not not Kami as in somebody from the soviet union Kami as <laughs> in landerous yes uh, oh. thunderous yes tornadoes yes. i mean the fact that it amorous. has
0: what is called a fairy and
1: yes. <laughs> kind of gives it away <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh also the what is the 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 quill overquill
2: overquill o- overquill Best is name. not
1: a Cyndaquill evolution that's the evolution of quill fish yes yes yeah. just to be clear
2: <laughs> so uh, absolutely amazing name by the way overquill mm, i think ursa luna
0: is a words. super good name
2: but the problem is they took away the
0: moon no, he has a full moon on his head with, like, little clouds in front of it.
2: <sighs> yeah,
0: see, it's a good design.
2: But <sighs> Sneasler is the best of them. So, S- no, Sneasler is the
0: weirdest Sneez- of them. It is so creepy looking. <laughs> yeah, which makes looking. it great.
1: No, it's too <laughs> creepy.
0: So so I thought that maybe Voltorb or Growlithe would get that Berserker that treatment, but it was Sneasel that did. Sneasel got the berserker treatment here, uh, which is... Okay, cool. I guess. And then, um, I didn't think Basculin would get. Uh, oh, that wasn't listed. See, it wasn't listed in the notes that Hisui and Baskelin. It is white white-striped Basculin, is from what I saw, uh, not red. It's because or not. everybody
2: keeps forgetting about it.
0: Yeah, I just love how like his face.
1: <laughs> his face so is wait. so good. Do you find it at the hotel Yorba? This, this is for us early two thousands kids. Uh-huh. You guys. <laughs> So, so yeah i thought i
0: thought i thought growlith or voltorb would get like that weird split thing it was Sneasel. cool to see Quillfish get an evolution I, I i think i don't know maybe you do know al because it's not listed here it, it, ursaluna is just the evolution of ursaring right it's not a split yeah
1: yeah they, they showed ursaring in some of the images so yeah. i think yeah it's
2: it's, yeah. An, evo- it's an evolution. it's
0: um, which is the what are we what are we calling that? We're calling that the uh, obstagoon treatment. Mm. Mm.
2: Well, it's slightly different because Ursaring doesn't have a form, a new form.
0: Oh, that's true. That's
2: true. That's true. Because they have the. Uh, so I mean, it's just it's basically like a, uh, a Magmortar, maybe. I'm trying to think of.
0: Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, what, what do we want to talk about? There's there's a handful of new Pokemon handful of hisuian forms it looks to be a new legend <laughs> there is the weird thing going on with dialga and palkia
1: I like are those hisuian hmm. forms of
2: dialga and palkia uh, are we talking about this because it it, it is story tight
0: yeah i'm going to i'm going to just say that like this is what we'll say about dialga and palkia cuz i think obviously if you look at them you you can't help but look that they have the Arceus rings around their stomach yeah. They're very cool looking. They're very large in-game. They're very, very big. But let's... Mm-hmm. I guess that's where we leave it. Like, it's very obvious that they're somehow tied to
2: Arceus and their forms. They also look less weird in-game. So if... You, the first time I saw them was just the images. Yeah. um, Like, the, the models and they looked incredibly weird. But when you actually see them in a screenshot in the game, they look less weird.
0: Yes. <laughs> I saw a cutscene with one of them not, I don't want to spoil that cutscene. My worries about the game being bad graphically were were like eased because that cutscene was incredible. It just yes. looked gorgeous.
1: Can we travel back in time to when Steve was complaining about how bad the graphics were in the first trailer and just smack that dude? Okay. <laughs> Okay, the, okay, are
0: fine. We all yes, agree. Good. Yes. Here, here here's here's what I will say. Remember when we all looked at Sword and Shield and we were like, this game looks bad and the trees look bad, and everyone was no, like oh. I never
1: said that. No.
0: And everyone was like, Oh, they'll fix the trees. They didn't fix the trees. The trees in Sword and Shield still look bad. That's fine. I will say that <laughs> Legends looks better after now seeing people play it. Except the water still looks bad. Like everything oh. looks really good, except the water oh. looks like kinda awful. No. Especially compared to Diamond and Pearl. The water looks great in that game. The-
2: the waters de- definitely just a stylistic choice. Like, I get if you don't like the look of it, but the, it's 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 not just half done. It, it, it really looks like they deliberately made it that way, and I quite like it.
0: Hmm.
2: Is that like, why? I also Monet, like the
1: it's like Monet water, very impressionist.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the water and wind. Waker, okay, very good. That salt shaded well, waves. Yeah, I, loved
2: it. I mean, sure, but you can have you can have different water that all look good. Like, I also like the water in. Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Yeah. I think that's great as well. And the water but they're great good. in different ways. And I think if you took that water and put it in Legends Arceus, it would look really weird.
0: Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I guess I'd prefer the Sword and Shield water. I, I thought that water Possibly. was fine. Okay, so we won't talk about uh, Dialga Palkia, but what do what, what, what we want to start off with? Starters?
2: Yeah, I think it's interesting. The The, the starter designs are not humongously different from their original ones. The idea is decidui is quite different but the other two they don't look drastically different if you just kind of glance over them you don't notice that it's hugely different which is interesting um i do like what they've done with decidui it's clearly a land bird now
0: yeah decidui i think ended up being the coolest here uh it it did Mm. look like um gosh there was like a there was like a samurai game that came out on ps4 ps5 or ps4 recently they like hyped it up um, but it just reminded me of that, of like. Well, it's that
1: it's that traditional hat mm-hmm. style and the with, colors, the like colors hat, too. hat and cloak. Yeah, I mean the uh, the unfortunate thing is the cool thing of Decidueye was it being grass ghost, and they've taken that away, so it's not cool anymore. But it's an interesting
2: design, sure. I also like how they flipped the normal and shiny colors. Oh, mm. I didn't
0: see any of the shinies of these new ones. That's
2: cool. Yeah, the shinies, the the green original oh, colors, very of... cool. which is actually funny because the original leaks uh flipped them accidentally because they saw the green and assumed that was the normal oh
0: that's so funny (laughs) yeah no i didn't see the shinies of these uh so the the typhlosion is probably the one everyone looks at and goes why is it so bad until you see it in motion and then you see like the flames come out of it and stuff um also i just didn't remember original typhlosion doesn't have like this weird neck thing that comes down that's like different
1: Weird neck thing that the, comes down?
0: It, it looks like it's wearing, like, a choker, but the original Typhlosion doesn't have anything in its front. It's just, like, all belly. Yes. Yeah. But it doesn't look that different until, like, the flames come out, and even so, it's just, like, the is so different compared.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Compared to the Samurott and the Typhlosion, very much so. Yes. Samurott almost only looks like they changed some colors and not much
0: else. Yeah, yeah the yeah. horn is like like twisted.
2: I had to Google it to see what the original one was, because I was like, is this not just the original?
0: They had a chance. <laughs> this was the chance to like save Samurott.
1: Because oh, I do there think... There's nothing wrong with Samurott. It's not great. <sighs>
0: Like, they could have went, they could have went, went like wet and wild with Sam Rot, and they were just like, ah, it's slightly darker. And like, we twisted its horns, we gave it like a big mustache. Like, it's not. If you
1: look at all the final evolutions for all the starters, a lot of them are not great. What? So, who? Decidueye, original Decidueye, great. Yeah, incredible. Uh, who's the drum dude? Nobody likes the drum but, dude. Ah, Rillaboom
0: is great! No, if anything, I'm Gen, shocked. Gen 8 has amazing... F- like, Intellion, Cinderace, Inteleon got all, all that good.
1: bad press.
0: Uh, <laughs> Intellion was no. one of those Pokemon in Sword and Shield that looked complete trash until you saw it in motion. And then, like, it yeah. moving, like, really saved it.
1: See, the thing about starters is they make the original super cute, and then you're disappointed when they evolve. That's, you know, that's true. Very true. So
0: also okay so the the thing also about this game that we're gonna get to is that the sizes are accurate hm or or should be accurate, I guess, like um maybe closer that, to wait you,
1: you've got to rephrase that for people who haven't seen the spoilers. The sizes that you see on the screen are accurate. So, if you're standing next to a Pokemon that's large, it's larger than you. If you're yes. standing next to a Pokemon that's small, it's smaller than you. So, they're, they're true to scale.
0: I would say that Let's Go was accurate to scale. Like, when Onyx came out, you were taller than a building and sitting on the Onyx. When, like, Snorlax came out, like, Snorlax was, like, twice your size and you, like, grabbed onto him. Arcanine yeah. was, like, really big and you rode it. In, yeah, in I Sword suspect and Shield, to a degree...
2: So, like, Joltik was never to, I mean, it wouldn't have been in the game, but if if they'd done that, they know, never would have done Joltik to scale, right? Because is it not, like, absolutely tiny?
0: Yeah, it's like four inches, I think.
2: Yeah, they could never have done that in-game. You know, freedom units there.
0: Um, in Sword and Shield, Joltik is really tiny, but probably not the tiny it should be. But also in Sword mm-hmm. and Shield, like, Zekrom and Reshiram should be much bigger, but they're not, mm-hmm. like, huge, huge. And I think Stack Attack is very big in Sword and Shield, but not the size it should be. From the couple of screenshots I've seen, th- there are Pokemon that should, that in Sword and Shield or even in Let's Go were never that big. And in, in this game, they are like towering over you. Mm.
2: Yeah. Po- are we talking alphas as well if we're talking sizes? I saw you link that in yeah, the. Yeah, yeah. Because cause that. Is something else to bear in mind is it's possible you might have seen one of an alpha because they're they are bigger um, than the normal ones, like and not just like they are they're scaled. So it's interesting because we're talking we were talking about uh, there was the random GIF I think they had on on Twitter months ago about the different sized Voltorbs, mm-hmm. and we were and you were discussing whether or not they would actually be different sizes in game, and it turns out they are. You can have different sizes. but orbs. also
0: for like. Um,
2: Every Pokemon,
0: not Voltorb, which is oh wait, the so, so wait, crazy yes. part, yeah,
2: yeah. So there's three things to
1: to cover here or to clarify for people. Yeah. Number one, when you see the Pokemon in the world, they are to scale, comparative to you, comparative yeah. to the surroundings. Number two, the Pokemon in the world come in different sizes. Yeah. So I think we what we saw was like the EV. There's one that's like ten inches. There's one that's like a foot. There's one that's slightly larger than a foot. And then the third thing is there are alpha Pokemon, which I I thought there were only going to be a few alpha Pokemon, but it looks like there's alphas of everything.
2: Every single Pokemon can be an alpha. Yeah. The alpha
1: Pokemon are just bigger than
2: and, and they're huge. They can they can be much bigger. Like there was an image I saw of an alpha Bidoof that was the size of a person. Yeah, like it was like like absolutely like TEDx, massive. Ten bigger. Yeah.
0: yeah. But that goes back to the Samurott. Samurott is. Tiny in this game, like he looks like a dog. Well, how big did you think Samurat was supposed to be? Samurat, I feel like, is like rideable. Like you could probably fit two people on the back of the Samurat. His Su- I mean, Samurott you could
1: ride like some <laughs> uh, Samurat is four foot eleven inches. Yeah, that's tiny. 1.5 meters for our international <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yes. That's why
0: Al is here, to convert on the fly.
2: <laughs> no, I looked it up <laughs> as well.
0: <laughs> I, you know, like, I, I don't know if I have, a, I don't know if the Hisuian forms of these three starters change who I personally would have started with. I think I would have probably still started with Oshawat because I do like Oshawat genuinely as a starter. I'm not, uh, Samurott over the years have, has definitely grown on me. Uh, and Samurott not, like, doing it for me, though. Um,
3: oh,
1: yeah. This has definitely changed, because I was definitely going to do Rowlet, and now it's like, I don't want Fighting Grass. I would much uh-huh. rather have Ghost Fire, so I'm back to Cyndaquil. See,
2: see, it's interesting. It's changed me, but the other way around. I was going to go for Cyndaquil, because I always do the Firestarter, but Hisuian Decidueye is just too cool for me not to pick it. There mm. we go. One of each. Excellent. <laughs>
0: Perfect. The... So we, t- we, we talked about the sizes and we were talking about before the show. I, I really feel like the size thing is something they've wanted to do for a while. And, and mm-hmm. I remember when Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee came out and it would, it would say on screen like extra tiny, tiny, large, extra large. It's huge or whatever it would say. And I thought that was like when, when I first played it, I was like, wow, that's cool. Like, look at this tiny Pidgey. And then you realize that. It's just, like, the same si- They're all the same size. And it's like, why did they put the effort into animating? Like, it's huge, it's tiny, it's small, because it doesn't really
1: do anything? There was something, something about when you caught them at different sizes, something happened. I don't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> like, the rewards that you got or something. The rewards,
0: I think, were different. Yeah. I think you got, like, more candy the bigger it was or something of the sort. Um, but also in Pokemon Go, that was like a thing that they've done—like catch three hundred tiny Rotattas, catch five yes. three hundred big Magikarps—and it's it's so it's something like Pokemon as a franchise has 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 played with. And I'm curious if that was like something they wanted to get done in Let's Go, but they just didn't have enough time to like make five different sizes of Machoke and five different sizes of Machamp and five different sizes of. Of Machop, and now apply that to like however many Pokemon. But in this game, you like, like we said earlier, there's three different size EVs, and that's not even including the alpha EV that you can catch. It's like really cool.
1: Yeah, and which they could also be, I mean, they couldn't, because of the size of the Pokedex, right? They could be procedurally generated within a range, right? It's like when you spawn an EV, yeah. make it between eight inches and. Uh, 1.1 1. 1 foot 6 inches, right? And it can be anywhere in that range.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've not actually seen exactly how that's done. Uh, we've not had any proper data mines, but um, it, it certainly looks to me like it's not just set sizes and more a range, like you say, but... Yeah,
0: this one, the, on the EV here is 1 foot 1 inch, 14.5 pounds. And then this EV <laughs> is 1 foot 14.8 pounds so it's a smaller eevee but weighs more well chunky
1: oh, oh it's it's
0: more muscular and then this eevee Chubby is eevee. 10 inches and 14 pounds so it looks like they also have different weight now the question is does the weight matter when you're using a move like heavy slam or if that
1: move exists in the game yes right?
0: and then there's a screenshot <laughs> of um three lux rays one is obviously an alpha because it's like bigger than the tree and then one's a shiny lux ray which is a little smaller than a normal Lux ray uh they have like this alpha heracross which is like three times the size of a regular heracross it's it's really cool but also a little bit jarring to see like how big they are compared to you like ursa ring is already bigger than the character and then alpha ursa ring is like just towering over you and it's really cool and again why wasn't this shown like why was this not just in the trailer and like <sighs> they didn't have to bring attention to it they didn't have to be like look at these are like but look at this but chunky did. pachirisu and the, been
2: like but, the funny thing is they did bring attention to it but in Voltorb. such a weird way with the Voltorb, but that was it. Mm-hmm. It was literally this one tiny shot for two seconds of the character with five Voltorb around them. That was it. No mention I of mean, anything. Cause even at the time you were discussing whether that was even going to be real or whether it was just like a cutscene or something like that.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just have to like the, the one thing I would always keep in mind as like, you know, the, the disappointment of it all is that Japan was on serious lockdown for the past year and maybe they just couldn't do the same level of marketing development that they would normally have been able to do
0: yeah maybe i it's mean you just, just you just can't hold the, them
1: to the same standards i think
0: the problem with voltorb is they did it on a new pokemon and that was probably intentional mm. because if they did it on like Pachirisu, you'd be like why are those two Pachirisus different sizes because we know what Pachirisu's has always been but they were like here's a new pokemon here's voltorb and it's like oh i don't is this just a thing to Voltorb because it's new or is it is this, mm-hmm. this in game is this a cutscene is this, this is a still did somebody mess up hey we all watched a 24 hour live stream of a Ponyta and then at the end of that live stream one of those Ponytas didn't have a tail <laughs> and then we were like maybe that one's the boy <laughs> and then the girl has a tail like oh. they've messed up before <laughs>
2: uh, I don't think that was a mess up I think that, that got them a lot of uh, a lot of discussion <laughs> My real problem with Alpha Pokemon is that I'm going to have a real problem trying to play through this game with anything other than Alpha Pokemon.
3: Mm. Uh, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) as soon as I find an Alpha,
2: and oh, absolutely, it's a me issue. I'm I'm not debating that. I'm just saying it's an issue. Uh, So that's that's going to be a real struggle for me. So we talked about different sizes. Talked about Alpha Pokemon.
0: The thing that worried me the entire last year. And the thing they still, up to this date, this game comes out in five days. They haven't talked about the Pokedex, and it's it, it like I've been so positive up to this point, and I'm I'm still positive and optimistic now about this game. Like seeing seeing somebody play this game for 15 minutes, I am sold. This looks like one of the best Pokemon games in a long time. I love Sword and Shield. I don't know if it will be better for me than Sword and Shield because there's a lot this game is missing. I don't know. Maybe like. Battling other people doesn't actually exist. Like you mm-hmm. can't battle any people. um It sounds like there's no health. Well, you can't battle like humans,
2: like other like, like real life humans. You mean,
0: yeah, 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 like competitive. Oh, okay,
2: yeah, yeah. I thought you meant in game.
0: Yeah, no, there, there. Are, it looks like there are trainers. Not a lot, but it looks like there are some trainers.
2: Like there, a, there's like a dojo. There definitely are trainers to battle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to say things That might be considered stories <laughs> It's the problem with reading literally everything <laughs> Yeah
0: mm. I, When I watched the dude play for like 15 minutes I, He didn't run into a single trainer mm-hmm. Like he battled a bunch of parasects He mined a lot of ore He like got Destroyed by a level 50 rose raid And he was like level 35 And then He like battled an alpha Walrein. Like there was not I, I didn't even see a trainer that he walked by
2: I think it definitely makes sense for the, the, the theme though, right? Like if you're, you're kind of seeing this world that is mostly uninhabited with a few areas around the place because it's, you know, a long time ago, of course there's not going to be trainers every two steps. Y- you know, like it's, there's going to be spe- specific yeah. places where you're going to find a bunch of people and you're going to battle them there.
0: So obviously with the leaks, the Pokedex leaked. Uh, it is 240 Pokemon. There are two mythical Pokemon, so technically 242. That's a small Pokedex. It's a
1: manageable Pokedex, is what that is.
0: (laughs) You you could maybe say, like, oh, the black and white Pokedex was 156. Yeah, and they kind of lied, slash didn't tell people that, oh, the entire Pokedex is available once you beat the Elite Four. But what was black and white at the end of that game? Like, 596 Pokemon or something?
1: At the end of black and white, 649.
0: 649. Yeah, yeah.
1: We had a whole thing. Oh yeah, we
0: about did.
2: That.
1: Oh yeah, we had an art show about that.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so black and white is like close to 700 or 650 Pokemon. Uh what was Diamond and Pearl? 490 493, right? Brilliant Diamond yeah. Shining Pearl's 493. Sword and Shield was 400, and then each DLC added about 100 each. So that's 600. So Sword and Shield's missing like 250 or something like that. Red, Blue, Yellow <laughs> uh let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee 150. I mean, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee 153 cuz it has Meltan Melmetal Mhm.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Heart, Gold Soul Silver is not even 250 cuz it has all the gen like I Ruby or Crystal is 250, 251 technically. So this is this is the second smallest Pokédex ever. If we're counting we're putting all gen 1 yeah. Into like let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee, red, blue, yellow into a bucket. This is a small Pokedex, and it is. It it, is,
1: is but it, it's like we're coming from a time when Pokedex completion has been too hard for most people to. They, they just it's you just give up because it's too much.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, that's what, it's that's also what black and that's what not black and white. That's what Sun and Moon actually did well is the Pokedex. Here is a. what was sun and moon 300 because ultra sun on ultra moon was 400 but again you could still get all of the pokemon but sun and moon was like here's oh i'll do ultra because i finished the ultra decks ultra was here's 400 pokemon here's four islands we're breaking it down into all four islands it made it really obtainable and really actually fun to complete that pokedex and then Sword and Shield carried that on, and also did a really good job of like encouraging you to find and catch Pokemon and like max raids and let's go. I mean, it's a 153. It's pretty. They didn't really have to push you in a direction. You didn't have a lot of options <laughs> in that game. But that's something that they've really done over the years. Because yeah, in X and Y, in Black and White, in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, in Shining Diamond Brilliant Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, that those games are awful to complete the Pokédex in.
2: Yes, correct. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting because you, you know the the number aside, they're clearly continuing down this road of we don't really care about whether you can bring your other Pokemon back <laughs> into this game, right? Which people are still I mean, that's a holding onto that. <laughs> I I know. I, like they've clearly they've clearly said it. They clearly don't care. You know what? Fine. I don't I don't really care either. Um, I think it. <laughs> it would be nice if like the next game that is like the the vgc game did i would be surprised if like the next vgc game didn't give you most of the pokemon like what sword and shield now has Mm -hmm. because it would be a weird thing for them to go right here's the game that we're going to play battles in and you've got 200 pokemon in them that would be weird um but games like this and and games like brilliant diamond shining pearl like i'm actually okay with it like i'm not does it really matter that i can't bring my favorite pokemon in to play the story and then play the post-game. I mean, I know some people really cared a lot about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was... But like, maybe, that was maybe, the, maybe like, some
2: more Pokemon.
0: That was the complaints <laughs> for Black and White. And that's why yeah. Black and White was so hated, is they were, like, here's... And I, I still applaud Black and White to this day, to be like, hey, 156 new Pokemon, like, deal with it. You've yeah, and a- I could
1: actually talk for hours about... Even playing Brilliant Dining, Diamond Shining Pearl, how that obviates the need for them to have done black and white the way that they did, because you play through it, and you're like, man, same old Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> same old Pokemon. Somebody, then- somebody
0: in my Twitch chat went and looked at every single trainer in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, and Geodude is the most used Pokemon <sighs> by trainers in that game. Um, and, I would, and I would Giardis. wager that Geodude is also on the most routes in that
1: game, too. It It's everywhere. It's insane. But one, one other thing I would say, though, is I think the argument of uh, I want to be able to play with my favorite Pokemon that I collected over the years is actually a sugarcoating over a much deeper feeling that people have that they don't want to say, which goes back to what we're saying about the size of the Pokedex of the Pokedex is too large. I just want to import everything I already have so I don't have mm. to go through and catch and evolve and do all of that over again. That's too much work.
0: So when I, when I heard that the Pokedex number was 240, I was like, that sucks. That was one of the things I was worried the entire year is like, and I kind of figured it was going to happen because they refused to talk about it. If the Pokedex <laughs> was like 400, they would have said that would have been a selling point catch over 400 pokemon in pokemon legends 240 is tiny but they uh, you could you could catch a gudra and then you could catch an alpha gudra that's that's two different things you could catch if you wanted to mm-hmm. and it because these pokemon have different sizes i am sure that was probably some sort of challenge to make that work and there might be people that will like i want the smallest EV possible. And I want I want I want five small EVs so I can evolve them into five small evolutions. So there there seems to be at least a reason with different sizes and alphas to catch these Pokémon twice if you like to catch. So it's it's not concerning in in that way. It's still kind of like 240 seems small. Does that mean the game is small? Because, like, Sword and Shield is 400, and that's a very big map, and there's a lot of places to go and explore, and this is, mm-hmm. this is like, half that. Uh, but also, I will say that, like, I had more fun with Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee than I did with Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. One game has 153, the other game has 493. I It's been two months. I haven't finished that Pokedex. It feels impossible and not fun to finish that Pokedex because like half of these Pokemon are just evolutions and the only way I can evolve is by sticking them at my party going to the underground and just spending hours knocking out Houndoom. I don't know how else Mm -hmm. to evolve them and then my my other option to evolve is to start collecting bigger forms that are in the underground like Houndoom and then stick them in the daycare and then ride that awful bike until I get an egg so I can get a (laughs) Houndour because it's the only way to get Houndour. So it's like mm-hmm. you're two. You have two. Ext- the two extremes in those games aren't even like catching. It's evolving or breeding.
2: Well, and and they've actually. I mean, we, you know, we talk about the 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 grind and wild Pokemon is actually really interesting because you know we mentioned earlier about the the smoothness of of grinding through that. I think would make a massive difference to that sort of thing of that. You know, the general way to get experience in this game is to grind through Pokemon, much like what you're doing in the Underground. Yeah. But you can go through 10 Pokemon in the time you would do one in Brilliant Mm -hmm. Diamond Shining Pearl. It
0: it was, it was great. Like my, I think my brain exploded when I watched the guy enter a battle and then like menu down to Flame Wheel, Flame Wheel, and then start walking away because he knew it was going to one shot it and then start another battle before that one even seemed to be over and then in in any other pokemon game whether it was let's go or sword and shield or black and white or ruby and sapphire it was walk encounter black screen two pokemon fade in for whatever reason brilliant diamond shining pearl is like hey remember you're a human let me look at you every (laughs) single time throw out the pokemon look back at you look at the pokemon look back at you look at it's like I just want to, I'm just going to bubble beam this like Geodude yeah. and we're going to move on. But it, it, like that dude, legit mind knocked out two Parasect probably before you could even get into a battle in, like, let's go yeah. in, oh, in Brilliant Diamond. It was insane.
2: Yeah. The thing that's been killing me is I've been radaring in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl and just the amount of time you have to wait showing your experience gains and your button mashing trying to get it away as quickly as possible. And yeah, just the fact that in this game it just it just pops up on the screen. Just shows you at the top right. There you go. There's your experience. Good. Move on. Fantastic. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I I still think Gen 9 will be
0: like the eight gyms, pick three starters. More, more traditional. Through. But just like how Sword and Shield took the hey, Pokemon are now walking in the area from Let's Go. I'm assuming that Gen Nine is going to take from this and be like, hmm. battles are just seamless. I, I think I they, d- so. I think they do stack, and and that was I, re- I remember, th- there, there was a minority that was like, oh, I, I like random battles. I like not knowing what I'm running into. They- they're definitely a minority at this point. They are like old school. Love the JRPGs. Want that grind. And there are games that exist that are grindy, like Bravely Default. Those games are very... That game is very grindy. But the overwhelming amount of people loved that Pokemon just walked in the area. And when Sword and Shield refused to show that up front, that was frustrating. And then they were like, we gotcha! They are walking, and that was great. And I feel like this (laughs) is going to be the same way. People are going to see this, like... It, and it's not that monster hunter thing we were talking about it it, it is like it is a normal pokemon battle the only yeah. difference is mm-hmm. there's no black screen or weird like animation yeah. it's just you walk into the battle and it starts and then it yeah, is there's no tra- transition
1: yeah. into the battle yeah it is yes. that
0: traditional i'm picking a move you're picking a move i'm picking a move and then when the health bar is done you're just literally walking away from it yeah. Um. so I, I would assume that that moves forward into a Gen 9 or a Gen 10 or whatever and I think just like with the Let's Go that would be disappointing if they went back on I can't imagine
2: I, I could see the next game not having that because of like the parallel developments like maybe mm-hmm. they have something else in development that's more traditional I don't know you know I, I just like if the next game doesn't have it doesn't mean it's not coming back but like for example the the Pokemon in the overworld, I don't think we're ever not going to have that again, except in another remake. Because we've had now this is the third game in a row excluding Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl which clearly they wanted to be more like the original games. Oh, they had it in the underground. You know, let's go sh- I get, okay, that's fair. So fourth game in a row where there's been Pokemon in the overworld. Um, I don't think that's ever going away. I don't think they're ever going to do that. And I think I can see, I think it's interesting when in Sword and Shield they had the kind of I want to say, kind of compromise, where they had the random encounters pop up on the grass, and you could yeah. run into them if you and wanted. And I thought that was
0: great. I thought that was Which, a great compromise.
2: I loved it because I could just run away from them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The, um, I just the amount of time I've played *Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl* over the last two months, about 150 hours, absolutely do not miss random encounters. Keep no. them with a passion.
0: Even when I was playing Auras, when you had to like get to Groudon, and it's like I, I literally just have to get to Groudon to complete the story beat, and I I either opt for repels
1: mm-hmm. or they give you that option.
0: Or I just run I just accept that I'm going to see a minimum of eight Zubats before I get to Groudon
2: and I will run from all of them. But but, but the problem with repels is yeah, they're 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 good and I'm glad they exist. But the problem is the way they work in most games is that it's basically all Pokemon or no Pokemon. Now, granted, you could try and figure out what level Pokemon are going to be in the wild and have your front Pokemon as a specific level so you get some of them. But actually, what I like about... I think Let's Go did this as well as Sword and Shield, but instead of, like, you see nothing, it just reduces the number. Was that... Did Let's Go have No, that?
0: Let's Go didn't have Repels. They had Incense, so it increased what Ye- you saw.
2: Was there not a decrease one as well?
0: I don't think so. I think there was no repels in Let's Go. Okay, there was repels in Sword and Shield, but it would not repel the Pokemon you saw, but it would repel anything that would be in the grass. I think, I think it just it reduced
2: the number you saw, wasn't it? Yeah, something in Sword like that. And Shield. Yeah, I think that's a nice because then it's like I don't want to be like covered in Pokemon, but I might want to see some if I feel like running into one. I don't even, I
0: don't know if repel or incense are even in Legends. I, I don't know.
1: Well, it's so easy to just run away that. from a Pokemon because <laughs> yeah.
0: it's just so, going to yeah, be right there in front of you. Let's take a break. I figured this would happen. I figured our conversations would revolve around the Pokedex. That's why I wasn't like, hey, we, we don't even have to talk about story because we got plenty, plenty to talk about here. Uh, so let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some uh, mechanics. Again, no story. And then, uh, we're, we haven't talked about a couple of these Pokemon, so we will still talk. I want to talk about Gudra still. So we will be, uh, right back. Hey, thanks for listening to It's Super Effective. This podcast is brought to you by us on Patreon. You can uh, you can join us over at Patreon if you want to support the show and get ad-free episodes and get bonus episodes and just uh, get access to our Slack community where you can hang out with other people and they're real cool. And you can talk about legend spoilers or not legend spoilers or you can talk about Animal Crossing. Or sword and shield or sun and moon or mystery dungeon or i don't know somebody's probably playing new pokemon snap still it's all there you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t and for five dollars a month you can get access to the slack ad free episodes of the show and our bonus podcasts every single month we have other reward tiers for like 10 bucks a month. You get seasonal mail, which includes postcards or stickers or letters. That's real cool. For $25 a month, you can get uh, seasonal gift packages that include like mugs or shirts or totes, all that kind of stuff. So we have a lot going on over at patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T, and it's just a great way to support the show and join a community. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do this without your support. Ise.cash is cash If you can't remember Patreon I It's super effective I-S-E dot C-A-S-H Cash like cash money uh, I bought a dot cash Because I thought it was cool And now we have it And it just redirects to our Patreon So If you can't remember that Patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T Probably a great time to sign up with Legends Five days away as of this recording Or maybe you're listening to this late legends is already out maybe it's the first of the month maybe it's february 1st great time to sign up but hey if you want to get into that community before legends also a great time to sign up um, that's my spiel normally do it like once a month but regardless thank you for listening to the show your listening is also support if you would like to take it an extra mile Ise.cash. and i hope you enjoy the rest of the episode And we are back. I don't know if there's much to say about like Electrode or Growlithe. They're, they're or not Growlithe. Um, Arcanine. They're like interesting. Their types don't change. Like they both their lines, Voltorb. Well, lines the one thing days. I would
1: say about Electrode is a lot of people were like, "There's not going to be an evolution for Voltorb. Why would it evolve? There's no power plants." Blah blah blah. I didn't well- see that. <laughs>
0: Well, I think the thing about the lore behind Electrode and Voltorb is like there's a spirit inside of them, and that's why they're wooden. Because like, uh, so a a lot of the lore slash theme of this game is based on like yokai, not oh, okay. yokai watch, but like whatever yok- Japanese yeah. yokai,
1: yes, spirits so, that inhabit the earth.
0: So a spirit being inside. That's why there's like a
1: hole on the top of. Yeah, mm. I mean, we were kind of hoping because because it's supposed to be full of seeds that like the seeds would sprout into something in more of like an executor kind of manner. Yeah,
0: Hisuian Electrode is fine. I just thought that that was their chance to take like a risk.
1: Speaking of risks, uh, Sneaseler
0: <laughs> is probably the weirdest yes Pokemon <sighs> on the list, right? Like, but you like, like, like Overquill, long cats. Ursa, Ursaluna cleaver they're all like yeah that makes sense
2: i i thought it was weird and then i saw it climbing and then it's more amazing yes yes but weird in a good way weird in a. this is amazing i love being in this weird long creatures basket you know what's funny funny
0: is that it's very obvious the The initial marketing was like, hey, y'all like Breath of the Wild, let's kind of copy that. And that's fine. I get it. It's like a very easy sell, especially to somebody who's maybe hasn't played Pokemon in like 10 years. They see it's similar to Breath of the Wild. Everyone loves Breath of the Wild. No one hates Breath of the Wild. You hate Breath of the Wild. (laughs) You're just like some weird hipster that's like, blah, (laughs) like Breath of the Wild, very good game. And I feel like after watching people play and seeing these leaks, I was like, hey, we're like... Getting away from Breath of the Wild, this feels like a Pokemon game that is just mm. another step forward. And then they show Sneasler climbing a mountain, and you're like, oh, "We're back to Breath of the Wild. We're climbing mountains now again."
2: Because <laughs> that's what you do in Breath of the Wild—you climb a mountain, uh, right? Okay, I mean, I think it's not the only game in the world that you can climb a mountain in, right? <laughs> but true. I think, true. I think, it, I think it is absolutely true to say that this is doing for Pokemon a lot of the things that breath of the wild did for for zelda and it doesn't make it exactly the same game it does mean it's probably influenced in some ways it is not open world right let's not have that argument again i I I don't really care Z z
0: crystals are literally summons from final fantasy it just took them that long to like figure it out like
2: yeah 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 i think it's doing a lot of good things in the same way that the breath of the wild did and i think that's really good it, this is by no means going to be a perfect game, and I'm sure I'm going to hate some aspects of it. But Sneasler climbing, I mean, I was I was kind of like, how is this, you know, mountain, you know, go, well, what's it called? can't believe I've forgotten Cornette. the name of the mountain. Coronet? Coronet, yeah. <laughs> like, is it going to be, like, how are you going to get up this mountain? Is it going to be a bit weird, like, kind of the, it would feel a bit weird to go into, like, you've got your cave and then you come out of a cave like you did in a traditional Pokemon game, right? That wouldn't really feel like it fits. And then you've got Sneasler just climbing up the side of it. It's just amazing. It's a... <laughs> you. Know, there are people out there that, like,
0: hate humanoid Pokemon. They've made <laughs> the most humanoid Pokemon they could. Nah, like, but... Um... What
2: humans have you seen? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, what, uh, what other Pokemon looks more... Like, I would say Incineroar, maybe, you know, it's wearing a belt. You know, it's like a wrestler. But, man, Sneasler, no, like, takes the cake Sneasler
1: here. is uh uh weavile and gigantamax meowth (laughs) got together and had a baby and you got long cat sneezler
0: i uh hated the slugu gudra when you see them in the static shock shots they look awful yeah and i had to link another picture here it's the idle animation and I didn't realize, cause the, the still image doesn't do justice. The thing on their back is a shell. It's not like yeah. a rolled up tail. So when Gudra like slurps back into the shell. Oh, that word. <laughs> uh, retracts. Sure. It retracts.
2: It, it's, it,
0: it instantly becomes cooler. And then you kind of look at normal Gudra. Was Gudra Gen 6? Yes. And you're like, Oh, I—that's not as far stretch. It—it it seems like oh, an older Gudra would be like this shellfish creature. It's very cool. It's like really cool. I like it a lot.
1: Well, I mean, it's like snails and slugs, and I think a lot of people forget that Gudra is supposed to be slimy. They're like, oh, yeah. it's so cute. There's, and parts everything, of the, but there's parts of the internet
0: that have not forgot that Gudra is supposed to be um, slimy. I
1: don't need to know about that. Thanks.
2: Why? Did, why? <laughs> We don't talk about those areas of the internet sometimes.
1: I was
0: just talking about MySpace. Um, <laughs> the, I think the Guder the slu- Slugu, really great. Uh, Sneasler, as weird as it is, very cool. Um, A- Avalug seems like the only kind of forgettable one here. Like, it's cool that it, they did something with Avalug, but it, it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's fine. Like, I get what you were going for.
2: It just looks for. like... It looks like a better shiny, basically. It doesn't have any kind of structural changes. It's just slightly different colors. And I get what the like. Obviously, the colors aren't just colors. They're obviously not meant to be ice. They're meant to be rock. But if you just look at it, it just looks like a shiny. Yeah,
1: we'll have to see how it operates like on the map. I think that's going to be very telling.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm, the Liliganth is great. Uh, there was... Uh, I saw a the Twitch streamer I was watching. By the way, just... The, the, the streamers I was watching and I, and this is just because I was in their chat. I didn't say anything, but all of their gameplay was super laggy. And when they were fighting Lilligant, it, like it was, it was like two frames a second choppy. And yeah. And dang. It, the, and, and this was a, uh, I wanted, I wanted to disclose that this was a problem with Sword and Shield where. There was this there was this narrative around Sword and Shield that it was gonna be the worst selling game ever. Everyone boycott it. Look how bad it is. Look at that this there's not even music in the scene. Look at how like these creatures lag out. But what these all these people that were pushing this narrative didn't say is they, they were using hacked switches slash ROM ver- they they didn't actually have a copy of the game. So what happens is somebody gets a copy, they dump it on the internet, and then people find it on the internet and then download it. And those copies don't always run very smoothly
2: yeah so most most people that have it just now they're not actually playing on switches um because actually switches are quite difficult to hack unless you have an original switch like original Mm. original um you can't actually hack it and and even then they're they're not great to hack so most people are actually playing them on emulators um and and the emulators for switchers are, and they don't run great. they run <laughs> so yeah, the people that I've seen a couple of people who've done both emulator and Switch and have said that when they play it on Switch it is miles better, like it is night and day better,
0: yeah, I mean, obviously there are people out there with actual copies if you have money. And you know, at least a couple people, it is very possible to find a ma and pa shop that do not care about Street Date. And they care hey, about... Hey, don't the, blame it on the ma and pa they, shops. They, well, <laughs> it could be I worked, something look, else. I worked at a GameStop. If, if, I, <laughs> if, if I was one position higher than associate and I was like assistant manager, it would be very easy to get anyone a copy of a game. Like, when I worked at GameStop, we had Halo 3 almost two months early, sitting in the back. Boxes of them. Like, if I was the closing general manager of the store, nothing would stop me from opening a box, taking out a... Co- like, no one would know. Like, it, like it's very easy to get games early. The reason I, I brought that up is because I just don't want that same narrative to be pushed of, like, look at how bad and leggy this game is. I, I don't know. Mm. It's possible that, like, the actual physical copies might leg out or might not be super smooth. I mean, look at Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. That game was very laggy. <laughs> yeah. But it was funny because people in chat were talking about... Like the emulation version or software, I'm not 100% sure how that works, but somebody in chat was like, oh, no one can get past the volcano part. Apparently there's a volcano in the game and every play, every emulated person, it would crash there instantly.
2: Their emulator aren't, aren't perfect. There, are, I know there is at least one person who has completed the game, uh, like completed, completed. Mm. Uh.
0: That would be my other question is how long is this game? But I guess we'll find out. Do you want me to say anything? No.
2: No, I don't <laughs> want to say anything. Not saying anything.
0: Legend. Uh, legendary. Uh, what is this Pokemon's name? Enamorous? Is that like a play of Enamorous? Like, yeah. Being in love? enamored. Enamored, yeah. yeah.
1: Love, yeah. Uh,
0: obviously, it literally has a Therian form. I think it says in-game in game Therian form. You know what's funny is Irene wanted to see these leaks and which is great cuz like there are there are you know very close friends of mine that do not want to know anything early. <laughs> I want to talk about pokemon. I want to talk about it. So Irene's <laughs> like, "Let me see these new pokemon." And she looked at the whole list and she was like, "This is my new favorite pokemon." And she pointed to an huh. Anamorous, which is like, "Oh, interesting that you like, like this so much." Yeah. I mean, it's cool.
1: Uh I'm kind of disappointed with the the therian form of it, because it's like, a like turtle. well, with a snake,
0: yeah, on <laughs> its, its back, yeah, um, there's like flippers.
1: Yeah, well, that's turtles can have flippers if they're like more of the aquatic type. But like Landorus, Tornadus, Thunderous, they like they just like they're one animal in their therian form, and. This enamorous is—it's always like two things. It's the snake and, like, the person shape. The snake and the turtle.
0: I don't understand the the lore here. Like, thunderous is thunder, tornadoes is wind, landorus is like
1: bounty of the harvest.
0: What what is this? Love? It's just love, right? The sea.
2: Yeah. You love the sea.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, because Venus came from the ocean, so you can say that is where that is coming from.
0: It it seems cool, uh, Al. I didn't see. Are there abilities in this game?
2: Um, I believe there is. Uh, not really. There is one Pokemon that has an ability type thing. Hmm. I, I, I. But that would give a little bit. Of, I'm, I'm seeing nothing else. <laughs> okay. Because cause,
0: cause I saw last night for the first time. There are no held yeah. items in the game.
2: Yeah. So basically, the answer is no.
0: Um. Which is which is like. They at least communicate up front with with Let's Go. They were like, hey, look, this is not a competitive game. Competitive will stay in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Okay, cool. Now that we're all on the same page, feel free to spend your $60. (laughs) And when you play through Let's Go, (laughs) there is no abilities. There are no held items. There's also only, like, four ghost-type Pokemon in that entire game. There's Alola Marowak and then the Gengar line. There's, like, five dragon-type Pokemon in that entire game. There's, like, four fairies. Would adding held items and um, abilities make that more interesting in a competitive sense? No. (laughs) Like, not really. (laughs) Uh, With this small Pokedex of 240... And not hearing there was any... and Which is funny, too, because people would be like, well, Let's Go is not a main series because there's no held items and there's no... And it's like, what, what are your weird definitions of... Uh,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Obviously, they said Legends is not competitive. The only multiplayer they said is available is trading another human. H- having no held items is, is fine. Like, it's whatever. Like, they, they said what this game is. No competitive. Your goal is to complete the first ever Pokedex ever made. Enjoy.
1: It's a bold I plan choice. On enjoying, thing. yes. Correct.
0: It is a choice. And it you it kinda it's it's kinda like I wonder if over the years, I mean they must know. The majority of players don't even think about abilities, don't maybe follow how mm-hmm. they work. Mm-hmm. I watched Irene play all through Sword and Shield, all through Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, all through Sun and Moon. I don't think she ever put on a held item on a single Pokemon. You don't have mm. to like, yeah, you could put Mystic Water on your on your uh, poplio, but, like...
2: Yeah. It, it's also... It's not... Now, I know it's been in the games for a long time, but it's not, kind of... It was never originally core to the idea of the game, right? The idea of Pokemon was a creature collection, an exploration game. And the battling almost kind of happened through that, right? And that, like, well, what's... We're going to need to put something in for you to, you know, grow, and you to be able to catch these Pokemon. And so, the idea of abilities and held items came later because they wanted to change how things went, how how it actually worked, and and now they're changing it, but in a different way with the the different styles of battle and the integration with the overworld.
0: Yeah, and I I I don't think that. Abilities and I, I, abilities and held items are important in a sense of like the hardcore post game I want to get into battling. But yeah. if you, if you're just making a game to like, hey, like l- this game is completing a Pokédex, having a story, doing whatever you're doing, and I don't know what you're doing in post game besides like, obviously, every Pokémon game you could say shiny hunting, every Pokémon game you could say completing the Pokédex. I don't know what else you're doing at the end of this game, but competitive battling is not one. So why focus on these things that they can use that time for their next game?
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Or, you know, they are developing that separate battle thing are for not people who want to battle, battle, and that's where the held <laughs> items are.
2: That would never you're work. Those we all words When it comes out. We, we all agree too much on that. Do we need a, an alternative? No, I think they should have held items and abilities, and I will not buy a game until it has it. That's a lie.
0: Yeah, I. I <laughs> but even if you were into competitive, this game is not competitive. So, like, Correct, that would yeah. be like a reason. To be like, like, look, and I'm sorry, competitive people. Let me throw you under the bus real quick. All there are all these competitive <laughs> people, and I, I'm very. I, I know a lot of them. They were all like, "Sword and Shield is boring. Let's make Diamond and Pearl. Let's let's make these all these grassroots tournaments for Diamond and Pearl. Diamond and Pearl meta so fun." And <laughs> one of my friends, Joe UX Nine, very talented player, won a, He's won so many tournaments. He posted on Twitter. He was like, "What's stopping you from getting into competitive Diamond and Pearl?" And I I responded. I was like. How am I supposed to get perfect IVs in this game? How am I supposed to get a team ready that isn't just grinding Battle Tower just to buy bottle caps and then grinding the Underground just to get those Pokemon to level 100 to then give them the bottle caps? Like, you want me to get ready for a tournament this weekend? I am literally spending a week grinding a team to then probably be like... I need a different team next week and I got to do this all over again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as soon as series 12 was announced for sword and shield, no one cares about diamond and pearl anymore cuz they're back to sword and shield cuz it's a better comp- uh, like it's an actually better
1: it's so weird game. to me because they said up front hey diamond and pearl is not competitive why would you ever have been distracted from sword and shield well uh, they
0: yeah but they could have easily like if they if they just made things easier to obtain in diamond and pearl i could totally see plenty of players But they said up front
1: we're not going to do that
2: yeah. <laughs> i do find it fascinating how they, they added in like with radar you can get Five guaranteed five IVs for a chain of a hundred, and then made it practically impossible to get to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like no competitive person. There's a reason why, like competitive people, they use like bots or they use like what PK hex or whatever, because it it takes seconds to just generate a Pokemon to then get ready for battle. Like no competitive person wants to spend a full week building a team for one single tournament. It's just like yeah a a person get, like there is fun to building a team there is fun to like collecting the items and having the resources and like even in Sword and Shield like I could build a team in in maybe 2 hours but I have all the resources I have all the candy I have all the bottle caps I I might have to trade one or two pokemon for egg moves but realistically in Sword and Shield you can build a whole team in like 2 hours if if you've just played that video game for a bit in Diamond and Pearl I got. I, I'm dedicating my life
1: to get back to what's important. We've now established no abilities, no held items in Legends Arceus. Are there IVs and EVs? Do we
2: know? Yes. Yes.
1: Okay.
0: I think the Alpha Pokemon have like and guaranteed IVs.
2: They have. They have ha- automatic. Like they have IVs, EVs are already on them. EVs on them, not IVs. Oh, they EVs. but
0: they're aren't they guaranteed? Like three IVs.
2: I don't think so. I think that was a misunderstanding. Got I think it. that was somebody's theory, but it actually turns out they come with EVs already on them. Um, the other thing that's interesting, we were talking about uh, Sword and Shield returning is level uh, uh, XP candy are coming back.
0: Yeah, I saw that was coming back. that inst- Again, another thing that like, <laughs> I'm back into this game. Just like it,
2: so many they- little things that they just need a checklist for every Pokemon game, right? Abilities yes or no? Uh held items yes or no? XP candy yes or no? They just need this list for the, for the the hardcore fans like how annoyed am I going to be at this game?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've gotten to that point, I agree. <laughs> there is um
0: a sick, this is this is this is something that they're going to take away from us and I'm going to be so mad. In this game there is one single item that handles trade evolution Pokemon. Which is something that I will look at. Let's uh, I will look at Pokemon Go and be like the Sinnoh Stone, perfect. One stone handles every. Like yeah. that's not even one. They're like Sinnoh Stone, Unova Stone, perfect, great. That's that's a whole lot of Pokemon under one single stone. Um What is this is called the linking cord? And it's a link
2: cable. Basically, y- you
0: use it on. They use it on a Kadabra here. It is one of the coolest evolution screens in. In all of Pokemon games, uh, how how a Pokemon evolves here, and it evolves the Kadabra into an Alakazam, and this is the like this is something they need to put in all future games, right? Like, this is an incredible quality of life feature.
2: It's interesting. That some of the things that they've kind of over time kind of improved, like with. Uh... Uh, I was going to say Icyon, Glaceon, and uh, Lefion. The the adding the ability for the stones to evolve them yeah, rather yeah. than having to go find this. And I think they did that with Magnezone as well. You can just uh, use a thunderstone. You can, a um, mount, yes, that's what, a thunderstone. Yeah. Um, you know the, these sorts of things. But yeah, like until this point, they'd never improved trade evolutions. And I mean, they can argue. I mean, it's always been an argument that it's about being able to make you communicate with other people and play the game with other people. But I, I, in my experience, most people either don't care or buy two games. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, and I think what we may
1: find is that they keep the trade evolutions when there's two versions of a game. But if there's only one version, then yeah. that you, they give you the item for it.
0: I mean, they yeah. should still have this item. Just make it harder to get. Right? Like, hey... No, because then people like you
1: are going to complain it's too hard to get. No, Give me my experience candies. I think having
0: options is still good, right? Like, as much as I think Hmm. experience share should always be on, and for the record, it is on in this game. There's no turning it off. Experience share being on, which, when did they start that? That was Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, I think? I think so, And then Sword and Shield, because, again, people complain for Sword and Shield. I think in Sun and Moon, you could toggle it. Uh, or ultra sun and moon but experience share always being on is a legit thing that should always be on like like look at every other JRPG out there it, like it, it's just on because your party should get experience but do i think there should be a toggle yeah sure cuz there's like four weird people out there that like would rather toggle that button instead of just dumping like the three pokemon that they don't want to get experience like i i i legit ev train all the time um I just built a team for series 12 which isn't even available yet and it was really easy to be like okay these two pokemon need max evs and speed I'm just going to dump the four pokemon that I don't want to have max evs in my pc that I can access anywhere and it took 4 seconds to do that like it it's very easy not to put evs on pokemon you don't want to get evs um but just like in pokemon go you could either spend the 100 candy to evolve the machamp <laughs> yourself or you can trade a choke yeah. for a machoke and then you have free evolution. Like this, mm-hmm. this should be an item near the end of game where it's that like, was,
2: yeah, that's what I was going to suggest. Actually, you make it, you don't make it miles harder. Like I don't like the ones that are in in go, which are two hundred candy or or trade them. Those annoy me. But yeah, just like having two different ways that aren't necessarily the easiest way to do it. Fine, whatever. Even if I have to do battle points, <sighs> fine make me do the battle points.
0: <laughs> I don't want to talk about exactly the 240 Pokemon in this decks because I think there's still some discovery there. Mm-hmm. But, Al, you can confirm there's not a single Gen 8 Pokemon in this decks.
2: Depends whether you count the new ones as Gen 8 Pokemon.
0: Oh, sure. But like, Cramorant, Stone... Yeah, no. St- yeah,
2: no- nothing... None of the new Pokemon in Sword and Shield are in this game.
0: Yeah. Which, sorry to circle back to that conversation we had earlier... But people are still holding on to, like, Sword and Shield getting all 890 Pokemon. Maybe. Yeah. But but we've had Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, 153 Pokemon. Sword and Shield, 600 Pokemon. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, 500 Pokemon. This is the fourth game, 240 Pokemon. They said that there will no longer be a Pokemon game with all the Pokemon. And the f- the, the, they did have... they
2: actually say I don't think they said I don't think they said it's never going to happen again I think they said that more and more they're going to be more selective but that mm. doesn't mean it will never happen
1: yeah I don't think never was ever uttered as a
2: word but I mean your point still stands like yeah I think the, the idea that I w- if they were going to update Sword and Shield with the rest remaining Pokemon they would have done it by now there was a there was a, a huge gap between Crown yes. Tundra and Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl why would they not have taken that time to do it <sighs>
1: But I would also say, like, probably the reason that there are no Sword and Shield Pokemon is because of the development cycle. And if they were working on this before Possibly. Sword and Shield were finished, they couldn't say for sure which Pokemon w- would be retained. So yeah, they didn't want to take just that like, risk. I, it, is,
0: I think it is a I ch- bold choice not to put some of your most popular Sword and Shield Pokemon. Like, not even, like, one or, like, no Yamper, no yeah. Cinderace, like, it, it's... They know which Sword and Shield Pokemon are popular because they're 60% of all of their money is merchandise. They, they know which ones are yeah. s- selling plushes.
2: Especially as this is a game about people colonizing an area. And we all know those people from Galar are big colonizers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they have not set a game in Spain yet.
2: <laughs>
0: I, just, I just think the, the correlation between not having all the Pokemon And, like, also then doubling down on we're not even going to put a Gen 8 Pokemon in here is, like, very similar thought processes of, like, no, this is the game we want to make and we don't need to, like, stick whatever in here to make it sell. Like, it just... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it was also weird to me that Diamond and Pearl didn't have any, like, Alolan forms or... Galarian forms when Let's Go Pikachu, mm. Let's Go Eevee did have Alolan forms. Like
2: There is an interesting thing as well. There are mm, Alolan form uh, in the game, in Legends. Oh, okay. Uh, as well as its normal form. Interesting. And I guess that kind of moves towards the same idea. If they've decided to put one in and no others, there's obviously a reason they've done that. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I do. I, I agree. I think it's great if they can actually go, this is the game we artistically want to make. And we're not making this game just to sell, although obviously they are making it to sell. It's still a game in a capitalist society. But if they can more go, this is what we want to make, we're not just putting in Charizard because we want to put him in, or because you want him to be in. You know, we're going to put in the Pokemon we want. That's great. Even if you don't like the artistic vision, it's good that you can can see what their vision actually is.
0: Uh, Another change here is Pokemon no longer evolve automatically. Um, Yeah. Which is a crazy change. Some Pokemon can undergo evolution, which changes their appearance and stats. If one of your Pokemon has met the requirements to evolve, you can then select Evolve option by viewing them in your satchel. Your satchel is just like your PC bag. Is this for all Pokemon?
1: All Pokemon that evolve? I I think the core concept is that rather than always having to stop a Pokemon from evolving, you instead have to inspire the Pokemon to evolve when you are ready for it to evolve.
2: I want to see if you can do it during a battle. I've not seen anyone try that yet. In the middle of a battle? Yeah, like in the yeah, anime. Yeah, like in the anime.
0: Yeah, Ash uh, isn't holding B every time Pikachu's no, done with a
2: battle. Because, well, because when, you're, when the Avengers. Pokemon
1: is in the battle, it won't be in the satchel, right? And they yeah, specifically yeah, yeah, said yeah. the evolve button's in the satchel.
2: That doesn't mean you can't select it in there, It's though. actually, like, I, I,
0: some of these posts are off Reddit, so, like... Pokemon do not need to evolve. No evolution. No, no need to cancel an evolution, which is something I've been doing a lot in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Cause I don't want certain shiny Pokemon to evolve. And then it's like, well, I can't put a Neverstone on them because then that stops its ability of pickup. And I need it to, it's in my party because I want it to pick up, but I don't want it to. It's, it's crazy how positive the comments are about this change. Cause like in my head, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of this. Mm. it's like if it's not broken don't fix it it's always been yeah. you know Cyndaquil evolves at whatever level and then it evolves at whatever level again and if you don't want it you either everstone it or you just press yeah. B every level but like literally everyone is like this is crazy like this is a great change oh my gosh and I agree with them it's just I've never seen so many people agree positively on something before. I mean before.
1: It, that's true but it goes yeah. back to what I said right the starters are all cute Nobody wants them to... I, there's a reason I have a level 100 <laughs> chess bin, okay? Because I wanted it to be cute. But they also do make it clear in the games that Pokemon, unevolved Pokemon learn moves faster. Yeah. So that is like a specific strategy if you want a lower level Pokemon to know a particular move. Mm. Yeah,
0: right. A couple other things before we wrap up. So I don't have the tweet in front of me. I'm super sorry. There was a tweet that said that if you just looked at the credits for Sword and Shield, there was, I believe, 43 people who'd worked on the anim- Pokemon animation. I could get that number slightly wrong. Um, and then they said that when they quote unquote beat Legends, who knows what they did? They probably data mined it. <laughs> uh, the The Pokemon model animation team for Legends was like 59 or something. Uh, so they added more people to Pokemon animations.
2: It's not a drastic change though.
1: Mm-mm.
0: 15 more people, I think something like that. Yeah. It's
1: like 20, 25%. Yeah. Increase. That's not, you know,
0: that 15 more people
2: it doesn't feel for to me like, like a completely th- mind bending change. Yeah. But one third, the Pokedex. You know? Well, that's that. I mean, that probably does a better, that gives you more of an, an idea of where the improvement comes from. Right. this is the reason why
0: they this is one of the reasons why they cut the pokedex that people were upset about they said like we're cutting the pokedex so we can focus on pokemon animations and people are Mm. like oh tail whip is still the same yeah why would they spend any amount of effort with tail whip when they have 80 new pokemon that they need like to walk around they need to model they need to like like are we just ignoring the fact that they're adding like there are new animations sorry they didn't Mm -hmm. animate tail whip better they animated Hyper Beam better. I don't know. Animated... I seem
1: to remember like seven years ago, you specifically saying that you wanted the Pokemon to actually like perform the moves Whoa, I, I and not just have that. it be it a... Well, you're a tail whip, dude.
0: I am not like, I'm not a tail whip, dude. Uh, <laughs> I I posted here a picture of a old Cyndaquil and new Cyndaquil. Mm-hmm. They like r- mm-hmm. completely read it. It's flames and stuff, which is, is really cool. So that's just, like, one minor, like, animation thing that they they did change. Um, But I think this is, like, this is just speculation, but I would assume that this is their strategy, right? We're putting X amount of Pokemon in this game. This gives us time to work on these specific Pokemon. If we, if these Pokemon return in a new game, we can copy and paste what we've worked on here. And then in the new game, if we're adding, you know, Skitty, who might not be in this game, we can now focus on Skitty it into this new game, and now going forward, Skitty's ready to go for the next game. Like it get it lets them work on Pokemon in chunks instead of trying to change 900 Pokemon every three years going forward. Like it's it's really smart in a sense of like we only have 60 people. There's 900 Pokemon, and you guys, and that's not even including moves. (laughs) That's (laughs) like the Pokemon still need their own animations. The moves need their own
2: animations um yeah because the the other the other way to do it is you spend much longer making the game right with the same amount of people and then you end up having everything improved but the the thing that people always forget when they when they mention that is i mean your game's going to be more expensive then right because they've suddenly decided that they're taking a massive pay cut otherwise yeah you know (laughs) because if they're going to spell put one game out instead of four or three or whatever do you really expect that you're going to pay the same amount of money for that game?
0: Well, that's that was the thing with Sword and Shield, where people were like, Sword and Shield's rushed. Okay, first off, literally every video game in the entire world is rushed. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. True. N- no video game is ending like six months earlier, and they're like, wow, what are we going to do, Bob? <laughs> really knock that video... Like, every game can continue to be worked on until it Perfect. chips out the door.
2: No changes.
0: <laughs> but, like, do you really think another year of working on Sword and Shield would equate to x amount more sales like sword and shield sold 24 million copies it's going to be the second best-selling pokemon game of all time it will pass gold and silver in its lifetime yeah does another year equate an extra 1 million dollars in sales to like you're paying your whole staff a full year of stuff full year of money to equate like you don't get that back I don't think mm-hmm. so. At a certain point, you just have to nope. like, we have to ship this, and we have to start another game because we have to pay people, and we have to like. I get it. They have all this money. I like. I understand the people listening being like, well, the Pokemon company is the most profitable. Yeah, when they sell a bonsai plush, Game Freak isn't suddenly getting more money to like <laughs> improve the Yamper animation. That's not how it works. Like, like most of their money are from stuffed animals. Like, that's not.
2: <laughs> I'm just imagining them putting that on the tagline. It's like, you know how sometimes where you, you're buying something and it like pays for someone to get something for free mm-hmm. when they're in poverty? It's like, yeah, like if Bomba you buy Sox, this plush, yeah. you're, you're improving the Yamper <laughs> animations by 1%. The real
1: secret, it's those 99 cent community day special researches that mm. pay for the good animations. And it's all the people who refuse <laughs> to pay for those that are holding us back.
0: That's right. So another interesting thing that came out of this, this is kind of like, Obviously, I, w- I would assume people listening to the podcast are more hardcore Pokemon fans, so they probably appreciate this. Uh, directors of the video games. Um, so, so Masuda is the one that always gets flagged for everything wrong with the Pokemon Company. <laughs> 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 uh, Masuda was uh, first directing, if I remember correctly, he was the director on Ruby and Sapphire. That was his first game, if I recall. And then he did Fire, Red, Leaf, Green. Um, he's also done pretty much, like, all the music, I think, since, like, Gold and Silver, or something like that.
1: He's done a lot of music, yes.
0: Uh, he also directed Black and White. He did, he directed, I believe, Diamond and Pearl. Yes, Diamond and Pearl. He directed X and Y. Um, and then he did not do really anything after that, besides music. Um, and then he directed... Uh let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee, which he then said was like, mm, "This is probably the last game I'm going to direct." And then he apparently he helped direct Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl for whatever that's worth, even though he works at
2: Yeah, he I I think it was probably as a kind of like uh not passing the torch kind of thing like they're the future of Pokemon, but like that link to the actual team that makes other Pokemon games if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Masuda handpicked Amori, though, to, like, replace him as, like, the main director. Obviously, the games I just listed, like X and Y, Black and White, obviously incredibly huge Pokemon games. (laughs) But the first game that, uh, Amori directed, if I'm getting this correct, would be Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. He then directed Sun and Moon. And then he directed Sword and Shield. He did not direct Legends. And obviously he did not direct Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. He hasn't done anything since Sword and Shield.
3: Mmm, sus.
0: (laughs) Probably, probably safe to say that Amori, the one who uh, directed Sun and Moon and Sword and Shield, probably directing whatever Gen 9 is.
1: I would agree with you.
0: Probably safe to say that's what he's been doing since Sword and Shield has completed, which was going to be almost three years ago. We did find out, just because of the credits of Legends, that e is the director of Legends. He was the last director of Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Possibly safe to say that Ewow has been working on Legends since the close of Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Since... He was only the planning director for Sword and Shield, not the main director. And we know that Game Freak, they mix they have two teams at a time. Obviously, we found out that the biggest news was like they weren't working on Diamond and Pearl. That that's why they're probably been able to do Legends and what is eventually will be Gen 9, whether that's this year or next year or the year after. Um, and I think that Ultrasun, Ultra Moon was EWO's first game. That he directed.
1: I think you're right on that, yes.
0: Um, He's been with the company since Black and White. But yeah, he is the director of Legends. So we have three directors that have been in rotation for quite a while. And Masuda was Diamond and Pearl, and then Let's Go. Iwa was Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and Sword and Shield. And Amori was Gen 8. And what has he been doing? probably gen, gen 9, 9. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. crazy idea
0: i can't imagine he's not working on like he could be working on something else but then who is this random mysterious developer like yeah. director for gen 9 like it has to be amori it,
2: and it will be very interesting to see as well you know how much of uh gen 9 does not just in terms of like concepts bring from this game but also in terms of actual you know engine code wise um like, w- will they both build on the same thing? Like with X, Y, and Oras? us, um, mm-hmm. or will it be completely different? Like, because I think we all kind of expected that maybe there would be something similar to "Let's Go" afterwards, because it looked very different. I think it was built on a lot of similar code with Sun and Moon, uh, although it's always hard to tell. But do you know what's always like? Sword and Shield was such a drastic change from that.
0: Yeah. Do you know what I think about, though, from time to time is, like, you look at a game like Ultra Sun and Moon, and you're like, this is the game. Like, there's zero yeah. reason to buy Sun and Moon when Ultra exists. You could argue that yeah. the story in Sun and Moon is better, yeah. and I agree. The story in Sun and Moon is better. They drop the ball uh, story-wise, but mechanically, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is a better game. Like, there's no reason to ever buy Diamond and Pearl when Platinum exists. Like, Diamond and Pearl is probably the worst mechanically and Pokemon game ever made. It's at the bottom of the list. But, like, Platinum is, like, a top five game. It, like, yeah. Like, if you have the choice, like, if money wasn't an, a thing, there's no reason to play original Diamond and Pearl over Platinum. If they're both in front, I, of I you. wonder
2: whether this is. I wonder whether this is why they they're trying to do. I mean, I say trying to. They've done it literally once so far, but you know, going towards more the idea of DLC because that allows you to improve mm-hmm. your game rather than release a new game with probably a similar amount of work. But I, you know, you, you're in a way your audience is reduced because you have to have the original game to get it. But in another way, it's not really because I'm not really sure. There's people who are going. And some people say that they always wait. For, they always waited for the third game, but I don't think those people actually exist, right? I think they just say <laughs> they did. Uh, nobody, when Diamond and Pearl were coming out, was going, "Oh, I'll wait for the third one." Yeah, I, I just don't think that was a thing, you know?
0: Yeah, I remember. I, I remember talking to one person when X and Y came out, and they were like, "I'm just going to wait for the whatever Z is," and it's like, <laughs> "Good luck." You like Pokemon <laughs> enough to buy the game, and this game just yeah. came out, and it's like. X and Y was like the first Pokemon game with like 3D models everywhere. Like it was a huge oh, leap yeah. forward, and that's not good enough for you to be like, "I'm going to spend forty dollars today." You're going to be like, mm, "No, I'm going to wait a full like it's it's very jarring." Mm-hmm. But what I was going to say, I'm going to wait is,
2: until no one else is playing it so that I have no one to trade with.
0: <laughs> what I was going to say is maybe this is like the opposite. Whereas like we make an engine for like Sun and Moon, or we make an engine for Diamond and Pearl. And then we improve on that, and then Platinum comes out. We improve on that, and then Ultra Sun Ultra Moon comes out. What if this is the opposite? This is like, hey, this is our new engine, but instead of making a whole game, well, this is probably a whole game, <laughs> right? It seems like a whole game. When you watch people play it, you're <laughs> no, like, oh, I... this is actually a video yeah. game. But we're making a foundation here for the engine. We're shipping this game, and now we're going to expand and make that better? Or a Gen 9.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like they flipped it here. Maybe.
2: Yeah. I see Unless what you mean. So it, what it you're would... saying is Legends Arceus is a Gen 9 game. Yes.
0: <laughs> Confirmed. You heard it here first.
1: Uh, I did not say that.
2: No. <laughs>
0: the, th- there are shinies in the overworld here. There was oh, a, yes. a brave soul who found a shiny Krogunk. They saved in front of the shiny Krogunk. They turned off their game. They said, I saved before fighting the shiny Krogunk. I killed it on purpose, restarted my game. When I walked forward a few feet, he was there. So this is similar to how Sword and Shield worked. In Sword and Shield, the the only difference is they weren't shiny in the overworld. But if you saved in front of, like, uh, Keldeo is a good example, even though Keldeo can't be shiny. Spoiler, Keldeo's <laughs> in Sword and Shield, in case you didn't know that. If you saved in front of Keldeo and you walked into it and it had, like, the apathetic mark and you knocked it out and you reset and you walked in front of it again, it would still have the apathetic mark. It would also still have the same EVs, or not not EVs, sorry, IVs, the same nature. It would have all of that because once you look at it, it locks that in. If you were to save in front of (laughs) Keldeo, apathetic mark, knock it out, start back in front of it, leave the area for it to, like, despawn, and then come back, it would be different. It would be, like, a different nature. This is,
2: this is slightly different because he's saying that it, it wasn't spawned there, right? He had to walk forward and then spawned again.
1: Uh, I think that might just be uh, language. Yeah, like, I think he language. He didn't mention the okay. first time that he walked forward.
0: I, yeah, because when he, from my understanding, he saved when he was, like, looking at it.
2: Yeah, I know, but then you're saying you say, you said, I walked and it spawned up again and it was shiny. Did you not? Maybe I missed yeah, it. Maybe, I think, maybe I you're think right. He, maybe it's a wording thing and I just misheard it. But.
0: I think he worded it poorly. Yeah. <laughs> I think what he's saying is like, I saved in front of a shiny. I turned off the game. I turned it back on. It was still shiny. Yeah. I don't think he, like, saw because I'm going to assume that if you see a shiny, because there's draw distance in the game. And yeah. you walk far enough away from it, it's gone forever. Because it's gonna despawn. So it's weird in how it works in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Let's go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Every single Pokemon that spawned was on a 30 second timer. Hmm. And after 30 seconds, that Pokemon is gone. That's what made like shiny hunting like exciting for some people, right? Like it's like, oh, I don't know how <laughs> I don't I just saw this Caterpie. Oh. How long has it been up for? I'm running to it. Oh, the timer's over, it despawns, it's gone. The worst. In Sword and Shield, it didn't work like that. Because in Sword and Shield, if you're standing in the wild area and you got like five Duskulls floating around you, you could be there for two hours. Those are going to be the same five Duskulls if you don't move. They're not going to despawn. They will despawn when you get far enough away for the draw distance to go goodbye. I'm assuming that's how it works here, but no one's really talked about that. Yeah, I'm not sure. So I would assume like you're galloping on Weirdeer, you see shiny crow gunk, you stop to catch it because it's not going to despawn. But the only way it does despawn yeah. is if you just
1: like you leave the area, leave away. The area it, and come it, back.
2: It, it can run away as well. Um, I saw someone run up to a shiny and start the battle and it just immediately fled. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> they'd, they'd scared it away.
0: Oh, you mean like. So um, if, you, if you ran
2: up to like it rather than speaking up to like, it. Scary in like yeah.
0: Sword and Shield, where like Rookady Rook-A-D, Rook-A-D runs from you, right? Like if you. Oh,
2: there's a yeah. lot of things that run yeah. from you, but yeah. But, but it was even it was after the battle started. So they, they ran up to it. It saw them. They threw a Pokeball Pokemon at it, the Pokeball with the Pokemon in it at it to start the battle. And because they'd already scared it running up to it before the first turn, it just fled. Oh, that was that's it gone. It. Crazy. So you need to sneak up on your shiny pokemon <laughs> and and yet <yeah>, save before. <laughs> the other interesting thing about the shiny pokemon is actually the uh is they have a shiny sound in the overworld as well. Mm-hmm. Um and it looks like they have the sparkle. It, they do. Yeah. It's their, um, like, gender. So it, and so oh you mean in the the, the so the Krogunk
0: I'm looking at, it says it says level 22 at the top. It then says Krogunk, It then says male, and then next to it there's like the Pokemon Go shine indicator. Here I'll link it for you guys. Is this
2: is this the one in the in battle or is this in the?
0: Um, they are not in battle. They are in battle because the Quilava is out looking
2: at it. Oh yes, uh, yes I see what you mean. So when you're actually in the battle, it, it makes it clear. So for Pokemon with stupid shinies, you can still know it's shiny.
0: Um, so it's really cool.
2: Yeah. But the the shiny sound is useful because you don't end up in the situation where you had in Let's Go, where there's a shiny Pokemon, it's just on the other side of the area. It's spawned, but you can't see it on the screen. Yeah. And you never knew you saw it. Right. What a shame. Whereas you hear the shiny sound, you go, oh, shiny, I need to go find it now, which I love the idea of.
0: This uh this episode has been too positive. Let me complain here. Uh when you're radar hunting in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl and the shiny patch shows up, it does not make a sound, it is infuriating.
2: Especially if you're in the the route with the sandstorm. It's dreadful trying to see anything there.
0: I was hunting in the Cheryl Forest, and there's like part of grass that's just gauzy and blurred out because uh,
2: it's Eterna like Eterna Forest.
0: Because yeah, it's like so blurry down oh, there.
2: Yeah, the blur in that forest is horrific. It's it's very it's very bad.
0: Um so the, the shiny stuff seems cool. I'm sure there's some sort of method. I'm sure that uh, you know hmm. people will be wrong about it for three weeks, and then like Sword and <laughs> Shield will learn how to actually do it in two years. Uh, there
2: was only one thing they were wrong about in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, and that was the Diglets. That's the only thing they were wrong about. Wait, what was wrong with the, from Diglets? the original one? So originally, someone thought that the getting to the certain amount of Diglets increased the shiny odds, but what it doesn't. It? That's been proven wrong. Yeah, it only increases the chances of one of the shiny statues.
0: Oh, it doesn't increase shiny odds at all?
2: No. When did this come out? It was pretty quickly after the initial... <laughs> oh,
0: because I still see a pin tweet by Anubis, who's so, one of the person, and they still have it, increases shiny
2: odds. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, yeah, no, it's, it, if you do the the digging, once you've got the diglet, basically every statue you get is a, is a Color is it color statue? Is that what they're called? Yeah, color statue. Yeah, like it, it basically every it. statue you get, it's almost guaranteed that your your statue will be a color statue.
0: Nubus does not have that pin tweet anymore.
2: There you go. Because hmm. the problem is that I think in in code it was called light stone.
0: Yes, light stone. And people assumed
2: original. that that meant something to do with shiny, but it, it didn't. Interesting. So I think that was the only thing they got wrong. All the other stuff was pretty much bang on.
0: The there was maybe is, something slightly wrong about the odds for possibly the worst slash most boring thing they could have done. Hallway simulator. Yeah. You like running up and down empty hallways? The underground is for you. Um, are we missing anything? I mean, there's uh, there's new pokeballs. Poke yeah, there's like a feather ball. I think it's called. Um I could not find a good list of all the Pokeballs, just
2: it's because again, nobody's actually data mined it, so we're just seeing random stuff around the internet. So data miners, get on it, please. Give us nice lists. It looks like I want there... lists of data.
0: It looks like there are some Johto balls, like obviously the heavy ball is a pre order bonus. Um, but it doesn't look like there's a love ball in the game. It doesn't look like there's like
1: Yeah, no, it's like a very limited selection of balls. Definitely. I was We've expecting not many more.
2: Yet.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, the new Pokeballs was cool. The last thing I think I want to talk about is two new status conditions.
2: There's. Oh, yes.
0: Frostbite. And then there's, I think, Drowsy is the Drowsy. other. Drowsy. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird that, like, randomly Drowsies will just come in and just uh, sit on your. <laughs> it's, it's real. Wow. Wow. <laughs> real bold. They're really pushing Drowsy hard this gen. Um, these are. I, I, I saw Frostbite and I saw. The drowsy conditions. Uh, I don't fully understand what they do. Um, it looks like Frostbite is just one turn of being actually frozen and then you're like taking burn damage.
2: Yeah, but it's I... like, it's kind of like the frozen version of burn. Um, so you're and you're just I believe out drowsy. I think drowsy is like, kind of like paralysis. Um, it, I think it decreases your speed and accuracy i think oh i can't remember they they, they, they but yeah they, instead of just being like frozen where you just can't move until you thought and the same with sleep they just change your stats Interesting. like the uh like the other one the other status well, conditions well it's it's weird status condition this gets it this goes back to competitive which is
0: funny because like status conditions yeah. are like they can make a game like obviously going through the game and battling is like fun and enjoyable and there's some strategy to it but like Unless, no, like, if you want to be super hardcore, I guess you could sleep slash paralyze every single Pokemon you go up to because that would be optimal and if you can't one-shot it or if you're at a... Whatever. But, like, it was always weird to me that Burn and Poison were pretty much the same minus Burn would reduce your physical attack by half. And there was nothing that would reduce your special attack by half like Burn. And there is, like... Deep poison, or what it's called? What is it called? Like, t- like toxic, like uh, extreme, um, poison. heavy,
2: pl- extremely poisoned. Yeah, or... where it would take
0: yeah. more damage every turn, and you could reset that by switching out. And then, like, there wasn't really a difference between being frozen and being slept, except that if you had a like flame wheel or scald, you could get out of it. But that was so situational, and it's yeah. like they're both kind of doing the same thing so like it's almost it, it almost so, felt like they needed just to redo all those status conditions and it's like it's yeah. drowsy similar to sleep but sleep is also similar to frozen and poison is kind of similar to burn except burn would be kind of better unless you're talking about toxic
2: yeah so frostbite uh it it's yeah as you say it's like burning you get hurt by it at the end of the turn but it reduces your special attack as well.
0: It reduces your special attack as well. Oh, it does reduce your special attack. Yeah. So you're not immobilized like you are with frozen. It just it's burn no. but special attack.
2: Yeah. Oh, so they did and it. And with and with drowsy it's uh, I I can't I'm not seeing if there's any stat changes, but you like paralysis is just you have a chance of not being able to do something that turn rather than mm-hmm. just you can't do anything ever until you wake up.
0: Mm. The other thing I saw, so new Pokeballs, new status conditions, I saw a character like fog himself. So there was like no grass to hide in. So he like threw a smokeball on top of himself. And it was actually like it graphically oh. it looked awful.
1: Oh, like ninja skills.
0: Um it was probably like <laughs> one of the uglier things that I saw in the game. Because I do think the game is there are moments of the game that are very pretty. Um, and then there are moments like when he smoke balled himself where I was like, What happened here? Is this because it's, like, an emulated I mean, version. That's the
1: emulator. Blame it on the emulator.
0: But he, like, smoked ball himself so he could hide, so he could, like, sneak up on... I don't know what he was sneaking up on. Um, so that was kind of cool.
1: Yeah, like, the Pokemon doesn't notice this mysterious cloud <laughs> that just appeared on the ground that's walking
2: around. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, accuracy. It reduces your accuracy, draziness does. Reduces your checked. accuracy. And the possibility that it doesn't it, it use a move at all. I like it. I like the change. And I think it's interesting. I wonder whether they're I wonder whether they're using this to see whether it's popular and then decide whether they're going to move forward with it or not. Yeah.
0: Mm. Or just future balance stuff, as we've learned from Pokemon yeah. like Talonflame, where their ability was just incredibly way too good. Uh um, there are other Pokemon abilities they had to change because they were way too good too, but but that's all competitive stuff. Like, somebody going through yep. would, like, there's nowhere where the game is like, hey, if you have an ability called Prankster, and your Pokemon is Dark, and you decide to use a move that would be effective like Prankster, like Dark, and but you decide to use that on <laughs> yeah. another Dark-type Pokemon, that doesn't work. Like, nowhere in the history of all of Pokemon are they like, hey, a Dark-type Prankster Pokemon can't use a Prankster move against another Dark-type Pokemon. It will fail. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Uh, there there's one other thing we missed. Uh, we didn't talk about the final ride Pokemon.
0: Oh yeah, your favorite. or uh Ursaluna? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is Ursa just replacing Weird Deer or is it something I, else? I believe
2: it can find items as well. It can oh, like tell it's you like when Stoutland? there are items nearby. Yeah.
0: Got it. So yeah, so you have Weird Deer for movement, you have Sneasler to climb, you have Braverary to fly. You have Baskalegion for water, and then you have Ursaluna for item finder. Item finder. Yeah. honey. Which is pretty much the same as sun and moon? Kind of. Tauros to move, Stoutland the- to dig, Mudsdale to get over rocky terrain.
2: Yeah. Sharpedo I to I guess surf. that's kind of the same. It's not exactly the same. Were uh, there not two surf Pokemon? Was there not Lapras in that one as oh, well? Oh, yeah, there was, was Lapras and there was
0: Sharpedo. Sharpedo, you could go faster, yeah. but something happened. You couldn't fish off it. It was faster, but you couldn't fish off it. Lapras, you oh. could fish off of.
2: You could fish off Lapras?
0: Yeah, because oh, you yeah. could surf up oh. to like a little watering hole, and then it would say press A to fish. That's you why. can tell
2: I've never really fished in Pokemon games very much. Yeah, you're not missing <laughs> much.
0: We don't even, are is there fishing <laughs> in this game?
2: There, uh, clearly there's no breeding, because there's... There's fish. You... So, oh, here's one thing that we had discussed uh, as to whether it's a possibility. So we saw that you can catch Pokemon on while uh, when on uh, Weirdeer, yeah. So and on Basculigian, we saw that ages ago. But there was a discussion as to whether you'd be able to do it on Braviary or not. You can. You can even catch Pokemon that are flying from the ground.
1: Oh, crazy! Oh, jeez.
2: <laughs> Including some Pokemon you might not expect to see up there, but it makes sense. The that's all I'll say.
0: <laughs> the like. <laughs> handful of leaks that we talked about which isn't even a lot honestly we talked about pokeballs we talked about like some features missing we talked about some features added and then we talked about 20 new pokemon like we didn't really talk about that much of the game but i think it still brings me back to the how we open this conversation of like i think they've done a bad job marketing
1: this game uh. well get your marketing degree and, and you go apply that, yeah D- i mean it
2: depends I'm- It depends whether you think the leaks were coordinated or not.
1: Ooh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Well, they didn't give me a copy, so clearly not.
2: We'll we'll never know. We will literally never know. Because it's the same, you know, people have the same argument about, like, you know, technology releases, whether, you know, Apple gets people to leak leak things. Exactly. And, you know, whether they do that about the, you know, whether stuff was leaked about the Spider-Man films deliberately or not. We'll never know. But it's an interesting thing to think about.
0: It's just, like it just reminds me, but I I just can't stop thinking about that thirteen minute gameplay trailer where they actually don't show any
1: gameplay. I know, I know. but I know. the ultimate test, the ultimate proof is how much does it sell, right? That that is the proof of a marketing campaign. I Dollars think this in. Pokemon
0: game is that game. Like this is. I don't think people were waiting for reviews for Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, right? You think like, this is, this is a, a, I know what this is. This is a remade Pokemon game. I love, I grew, I, you're either in two camps. I grew up with Diamond and Pearl, or I played it, I want to play it again, or I, this was the generation I skipped, so now I'm going to actually experience it, like. Yeah. And, and I, I have talked to a handful of people, obviously it's very small market share of my own Twitch chat being like. I kind of regret... This is the first time I regret getting both versions because I played through one and I have zero desire to play through another because I think Diamond and Pearl are not great remakes. I think they're kind of bad. Um, yeah. Unless you specifically like very old school grindy Pokemon games. I I'm, Those people exist, obviously. They, they, they're the ones liking Diamond and Pearl. That's me. And I think there was some hesitation with Sword and Shield. And I think that was just because of how mm. vocal... A small minority of people were of like, look at how bad this game is, not all the Pokemon, which we haven't even heard for that. Like, no one is really talking about that for Legends. Like, not only does this game not have all the Pokemon, it has half the Pokedex of Sword and Shield.
2: Less than half. There are definitely definitely some people complaining about it, but it's not to any level as much as it was with Sword and Shield.
0: But I just, the 13 minutes of gameplay and they didn't even show a start to finish of a battle. And that's like literally all I needed to be like, I am now sold. You did it. This is what Mm -hmm. I needed. I watched you walk into a battle and leave a battle and that looked incredible. I would like more of this. Like the game looks awesome. It it, genuinely, it looks graphically better. It looks like there's actually a lot to do. The Pokedex, yeah, seems a little bit tiny, but because there are alpha Pokemon, because there are different size Pokemon, because like the, it seems more than enough to what they're doing. And yeah, it's like a bummer. There's no held items. There's a bummer. There's no abilities. But like at the same time, the same as Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Hey, this is more of a collecting game, not a competitive battle game.
2: And it's been It's been a while since you've had a Pokemon game where there's a, a you know an actual story that you didn't already know. Like, certain yeah, Shield sure. was the last time that there was a story you could play through.
0: Yeah, that's yep. true. I mean, Let's Go was, like... It was nice that they mixed up the story. And it was, like, cool that, like, that dude gets, like, yeah. the Marowak at the end. It was, like, very cute that they, like, did that little story beat. But, yeah. I don't know. Looking at that Palkia Dialga, whew, there's something story-related.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear... to see people experience it. Uh,
0: but, yeah, I I... I think this is that one Pokemon game where people are legit waiting for reviews or legit waiting for somebody to play it on Twitch. And I think if you're in the camp of me where you're optimistically excited and you're like, "Uh, I don't know, is this going to be like more of a gale of darkness? Is this going to be more like a sword and shield? Is this going to be more like a let's go? I think if if you genuinely like Pokemon and you watch somebody play this for 20 minutes, you are probably going to buy it. Mm. Because I saw a handful of people being like, oh, this is too Monster Hunter for me. And I understand, we talked about how it looked Monster yeah. Hunter for me, but once I saw people mm-hmm. play it, I was like, oh, this is a Pokemon game. Like, this is not Monster yeah. Hunter, this is Pokemon.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think... I, it's not going to sell as well as Certain Shield. It's not going to be anywhere well, near no, that. no, um, yeah. But I think it will do better than basically every remake. I think it's going to sell like, like a, a new generation does, just not like the, be- the best-selling ones. I, that, I, that
1: makes sense, because people who just absolutely want the gym life they're they're not going to go in for this no matter what this could be the greatest pokemon yeah. game ever well, but they're just yeah, like, like i want the gym story
2: yeah someone like my my nephew who has sword and shield and has let's go pikachu he he's not going to play this game right because it's it's not what he's looking for but you know basically any like no, I'm not going to say the word proper fan, but you know what I mean, like a hardcore fan rather than just like, I like to play some Pokemon games. I think anyone who's been looking for something interesting and looking for something new, they will surely buy this because th- this is what they were asking for.
0: Yeah. I, I I, think there will be some people that walk away being like, oh, it wasn't Breath of the Wild. Hmm. And it's like, you you are, you have set your own expectations for that. <laughs> Um, and I think it, <sighs> I, I think mean, I, I think it's pretty confirmed kind of. that the game is not open world. Like it is broken into sections that you go. Yeah. To. What do
2: they call that? Open area? Is that yeah. the term they like to use? Yeah. It, like
0: like the wild. Area. There are three wild areas. You can't it, travel. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. But like three wild areas in certain. Fields, everything sorry.
2: else is everything else is the same as an open world game. It's just that the, like it's like. A lot of smaller open world games because the thing that i always think about open world games is not necessarily about the fact that you can walk from one end of the map to the other because whoever does that but (laughs) it's more about the fact that it's the not having the separate world for battles you're just battling in the overworld and you can just explore how you like and go up these random hills and that sort of stuff so it has all the same gameplay elements as an open world game
0: yeah, I think I don't know. In my head open world is you can go anywhere you want
1: at any time. At any
0: time. No gates. Well, like in Breath of yeah. the Wild, you have to do the 20-minute tutorial before you can do that. In this game it yeah. seems like you can't go to any of those areas until you hit the story beat. But once you hit that story beat, now area 2 is open and at any point you can go back to yeah. area 1 and then once you finish the area beat yeah. for story it, it seems very much like the what the not the elders, the not the Alpha Pokemon, the Totem Pokemon. The oh, Cleaver, whatever um, that's called. Whatever Cleaver is. Oh, what are they? Lords? No. Noble. Noble Pokemon.
1: Nobles. It seems noble
0: like Pokemon, the, like yeah. you once you beat Noble Pokemon, next area for you to explore yeah. opens up. Which, in my head, yeah. is not not really an open world game. It is. Yeah, because no, there's still and, a and, gating
2: system yeah and, and it isn't i'm not saying it is and i absolutely get that that is technically the definition of yeah, an open yeah. <laughs> world game but it's just like you know for for me that's not really the big thing about open world games and i really couldn't actually care about that yeah i agree with you, you. Know, I, it's, yeah, agree. it's all of the other gameplay experiences around it that i love
0: yeah it, it is cool in breath of the wild to be like i don't want to do the story i just want to walk in this direction and hope for the best that was in uh, theory, it, and I and you do that once or twice, and you're like, yeah, all right, I guess I should go back to the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure there are some people that like they they did the first story beat, and then they just did try, shrine after shrine after shrine after because you could, um, and yeah. then eventually got back to the story. Uh, but yeah, in this game, it seems like mm, you want to see the whole map. You're gonna have to keep hitting those story beats, which is to me, it's okay. Well, I'm, I'm-
2: and there are advantages to, to, to that kind of game because the problem with a, a fully open world game like Breath of the Wild is your story ends up being kind of boring because you, can't, you have to be able to, there's like four, f- five big things in the game and they all have to make sense in whatever order you do them. Yeah. Hmm. well You don't it, need it, to do that in this if you've got an open world game, uh, an open area game. You can do the same, everything else is the same. It's just your story can be slightly more linear.
0: And that's what also bothered me is people just like, there's like this stigma that open world games are like the the the, the gold star of video games. yeah And it's like, I played Final Fantasy 15, <laughs> loved Final Fantasy 15. That's an open world game. That open world is so incredibly boring. And I got to like the three hours in the game and I was like, I'm going to do the Breath of the Wild thing. I'm going to go in a direction. We're just going to walk. We're going to see what's out there. There ain't nothing out there. I I, I did spent. You, two, did you get in the car? I spent did you drive two the car? hours walking. I battled some weird giant snake thing. I got a ring, and I was like, "Sweet, cool! I got this really cool ring." I walked all the way back to like the store, and then I realized they sold that same ring in the store,
3: mm.
0: and I was like, "I thought I got a unique ring for two hours of my." And I There's... I at, at that point I was like I don't want to play this game anymore because the open world was so bad yeah. and it felt like it disrespected my time, and I yeah. then. Proceeded to play the rest of Final Fantasy XV, ignoring everything open world and just going story beat to story beat. And I was like, this is a great game. Loved it. I have zero desire to explore whatever you put out there because you didn't put anything out there. I, I think the Isle of Armor and I think the Crown Tundra... They're open world in the sense, right? There's no trainer battles out there. There's a bunch of Pokemon you can catch and explore and do all that stuff. And I think that's, and it's fun to explore that stuff. I think the Isle of Armor is a better open world area than the Crown Tundra. And I only think that is because like, it's like a better circle where Crown Tundra is like a square and like, there's kind of just, you just kind of hit dead ends and you're like, you can't loop
2: it that well. I also find that the Crown Tundra just, it looks samey. Like I don't think it, any of the areas really look unique, whereas in the Isle of Armor, each corner of it feels very different to the last.
0: Yeah, like the swamp area in the center, to the connected to the forest, connected to the mountain, connected to the, like the beach. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I, I agree.
2: Whereas Crown Tundra is like, hey, have you heard of snow? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's snow and there's graveyard,
1: and then there's snow. Well, again. <laughs> yeah, okay,
2: the graveyard. The graveyard is yeah. interesting, right? I'll give you that. That, and there's the, a the little bit where you get Keldiel. that's fight kind of interesting but everything else is just the snow just different places of snow
0: <laughs> I feel so much better after looking at the leaks I'm so excited for this game I, I was excited for this game but now I'm like actually excited for this game where I want it now
1: you sound yeah. like somebody from TikTok
0: how, how do you <laughs> feel about looking
1: at the leaks Will <laughs> I mean I was always excited I, I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun I find like the what the leaks are suggesting to that it's interesting, right? I'm I'm looking forward to now exploring how these mechanics will play out. Uh but I was always excited. So yeah, definitely. Uh Al, what are you feeling after these leaks?
2: Yeah, I was to some degree excited because I knew it was going to be different and, and that was exciting to me. I was always a little bit uh nervous, not because I didn't think it would be good, but because I didn't think I would enjoy it. I was like, I'm not sure whether this is going to be my kind of game or not. Um, after, after seeing the leaks, I'm like, no, this is my game. Yeah, like, I think wait. I'm going to sink they, loads of time into this.
1: Are there berries? Can you plant bear and grow berries?
2: Uh, I don't think you can plant them. I think it's like Sword and Shield where there's just trees and you throw Dang. your Pokemon at it and it well, harvests That would have got you so in right not, away. It's no X and Y, you know. We're still waiting for that X and Y again. Mm. Um We
0: don't know if there's any ribbons or marks. No one cares enough to data mine that for us. <laughs> I need to know. Yeah. Do I get an Arceus ribbon for saving the world? Is that No. I'm assuming there's no Elite Four since this was before the time of whatever. Uh but I guess I guess we'll find out when we play. Um you know, I'm going to be real honest. I don't know what the structures of this mini series is going to be. I'm going to just say we're going to have a normal episode next week. Uh, probably the same thing, though. You know, the game will be out. We'll probably freely talk about our experiences early on in the game. I probably avoid spoil- story stuff for people. And then we'll do, like, the two-week rule. Like, hey, if you haven't bought this game in the first two weeks, probably don't care about story. That's, like, the movie rule, right? Like, hey, if you mm. didn't see Spider-Man the first two weeks, what are you what are you waiting for if you're trying to avoid spoilers here <laughs> at this point? Um, well, do you have our bonus Pokemon of the week?
1: I do. Uh, so I'm not going to discuss what last week's Pokemon of the week was because we will cover that next week. But the for 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 those folks who listen to this episode, the Pokemon of the week is this. While this Pokemon is pretty much the opposite of the Big Fish Pokemon, and it doesn't evolve, it does share a composite feature with a Pokemon introduced in the Hisui region. There you go. I kept it short,
0: easy, short and easy. <laughs> Al, thank you for being here. Thanks for being on. Where can people find you?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Scott Bot Scott with one T, or you can follow my podcast if you want to hear more of me. I fo- uh podcasts about farming games, the Harvest Season, uh, and we're on Twitter at THS Pod.
0: There you go uh will is at washing the sink i'm at dragging the lake uh you can follow us on twitter at pkmncast uh, i will be streaming legends the day it comes out uh we will we will i know some people stream right at midnight when the game releases uh we'll be streaming at noon central time on friday uh and we'll be doing a little marathon so i'll be streaming 12 hours i'll be passing it off to another streamer uh she'll be streaming for 12 hours so my shift is 12 to 12 12 p.m to 12 a.m Friday, Saturday and Sunday, so that's 36 hours over 3 days we'll be streaming Legends on Twitch. Um so if you want to come hang out, uh I'll probably be playing pretty slow. If I do beat the game relatively quickly because I don't know if this is a 5 hour game or a 20 hour game or a 40 hour game. I um, will probably try to complete the Pokédex after that. I don't even know if there's a shiny charm in this game. If there is, uh we'll complete the Pokédex first. Well it doesn't matter. We'll complete the Pokédex first then we'll I don't know look for shinies. I don't know how hard or easy they are to find. I don't know, maybe I want to try to catch all the alpha pokemon. I don't know if there's an alpha dex, so that would be cool. I want to fill that out. Mm. Um So, we'll be hanging out on Twitch all weekend doing some cool stuff, doing some giveaways. Uh later this week, we'll be giving away a an OLED Nintendo Switch.
1: Dang, sign yeah. me up.
0: I got one It's right here. It's literally I want to open it and keep it for myself. If you're watching the YouTube version, <laughs> here it is. We'll be giving away, uh, the Nintendo Switch and we'll be giving away a copy of Legends, uh, later this week if you're listening to the audio podcast or if you're on YouTube. It'll probably be the standard, like, hey, le- subscribe on YouTube, follow on Twitter, follow on Twitch in order to enter that kind of stuff. So, hey, if you're watching on YouTube, now's the time to hit the subscribe button, the like button, leave a comment below if you're uh, excited. Um, don't spoil the game for other people. It's going to be out in like five days. You, hopefully this podcast satisfied your needs to get your thoughts and emotions out. Uh, if you're in our Slack and our discord, you can talk about spoilers. Please use the appropriate channels for that. So you, again, you don't spoil the other people in the community who don't want to be spoiled. Um, if you're watching on Twitch, uh, you're, you made it to the end of this episode. Uh, just say "What's a good, what's a good, uh, bu- buzzword that would signify they listened. Uh,
1: to this episode. Yeah.
0: Mm. Smoke ball. How about that? Because that bad smoke ball. That bad smoke ball that you can do. But it doesn't give anything away because smoke ball is already an item in the game. Mm. There you go. Smokeball would be your, your key word on Twitch to say you've you've listened to the end. Anyways, thank you for listening. Uh we hope you enjoy Legends. We'll be back next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are
1: super effective. S- super white striped basculine for some reason (laughs) oh man hotel yorba hotel yorba
0: This show is supported by Patreon, a shout out to all our producers who support our show at a high level starting with Steven, Sean, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jessica, Jacob, Ryan, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Smash, Gray, Dylan, Carlos, and Alvaro, and a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady thank you so much for your support if you would like your name read at the end of the show or you just want to support it's super effective you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n c-a-s-t or ISE.cash in order to support the show if you want to otherwise uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week